That's right, folks. Everyone is telling their mama about the cool hard truth. Welcome to another episode with more truth telling, more problem solving, and of course, more tea spilling than ever before. Sit back, students, grab your tea and turn up the volume because class is now in session. Call in at 936-2626 because your voice matters. Share your opinion on issues that matter the most to you. Happy, happy Monday, everybody. How are you guys doing? Wow, it's the middle of the month already. Can you guys believe it? Well, just about. It is February the 12th. How's everybody doing? Where is everybody? Everybody's asleep. We got a whole new week, midterm break. The kids are out. And I reckon some of you are just so happy that you do not have to wake up super early and get in that traffic. Well, um, that's good. Yes, no traffic is good, but we're going to be talking about a lot of issues here this morning. So make sure y'all roll over and at least turn on the radio, join the live stream, something. All right, let's check in with Blake and Aaron and see what they have going on this morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Did you watch the uh, Super Bowl last night? No. No. The halftime show. Wow, we did. I didn't know the results. And so the team I predicted won, right? (laughs) <laughs> it was actually a, a pretty good matchup last night. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted the 49ers to win. Yeah. But the game did go into overtime. It was a uh, it was a really good, hard-fought game. Yes. Uh, Travis Kelsey didn't do a lot. So um, when, I, when I went to bed, he had one catch for one yard. Oh and and the, at one point, he, he bumped into uh, his coach, head coach, in a fit of anger. Uh-oh. It was like, uh, yeah, I, I, he was probably like, if you don't put me in, my girlfriend's going to dump me. Something like that. I was trying to read, I was trying to read his lips. Yeah. But, that's what I yeah. Oh, that's but, funny. Uh, and I was wondering, too, like, even now that everybody's in the off season, I wonder if that relationship with Taylor Swift will continue. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. But at the very least, we'll get another album out of it. So, hey, I'm optimistic. Exactly. You're <laughs> right. last at least six months because then we'll get some good music. You're right. Uh, yes. Uh, halftime show was okay. I mean, I was thinking like such huge names. Yeah. How do you have just an okay halftime show? Alicia Keys. Oh, I thought Lud- it picked up after Alicia Keys came out. Uh, Finally. Yeah. Because Ludic- I was like, Ludicrous. Wait, these are weird songs to start playing. And then he started playing like Confessions. Black like Eyed Peas. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and okay. the commercials were were okay. I've got a couple of my favorites. We'll talk about that. I've got coming some up. weird commercials. You want some uh, headlines? So here we go on Kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big news! I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's spilling the tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Hey, Sandy, what do you got for us this morning? So good morning to Blake uh, and Aaron and all the 106 KISS 106 listeners. So um, on Friday afternoon, 
mm-hmm. a staircase at the Owen Roberts International Airport, one of the yeah. little staircases, collided with a Delta plane. Wow. And, uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff there, you know. So the um, plane ran into it or the staircase? No, well, it seems like the staircase might be, the person operating the staircase might be at fault. Somehow they lost control of the staircase and it ran into the plane. And um, the plane left yesterday afternoon, finally. Um, yes. So it had to be grounded while insurance adjusters came and assessed the damage. So wow. we don't know how much damage we're talking about, but planes aren't cheap. Planes aren't cheap, and you had all those people stranded that were flying. Yeah, exactly. Of course. So we'll keep you posted if we hear anything more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a slight little power outage over the weekend, um, and a few people were complaining about it. And we've got one person who says, y'all need to stop moaning and complaining because that's all you do. Very, very interesting perspective. We're actually going to share that on the, this morning show. Um, in addition to that, uh, we've got WhatsApp, some tech news. WhatsApp is going to start working with other messaging apps. I'm actually looking forward to this. I think this is going to make my life easier to have mm-hmm. all the messages in like one central location is kind of good. Um, but anyway, uh, WhatsApp, you know, owned by Meta, has been making some strides in the background. Uh, the great thing about WhatsApp, unlike some of the other messaging app, it does have the end-to-end encryption, which protects your privacy and security of your messages. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm going to enjoy that. I don't know about anybody else. Um, right, Georgetown Primary going to be renamed um, in honor of a retired principal. So everybody loves the story. This is your feel-good story of the day there, Abley, just in case you miss it. Miss um, Sharon, a.k.a. Miss Marie Martin, um, who was there at the primary school for a number of years before retiring, is going to have this school named after her in a ceremony tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 p.m. in the school's hall. All right. So, That's nice. Yeah, she was recently awarded a member of the most excellent order of the British Empire, a.k.a. an MBE. Mm. Congratulations to her. All right, yeah. Yeah, nice. All right. Those are some of your news headlines this beautiful Monday morning. Mm. All right, enjoy your Thursday. Yeah, it's like a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one. All right, see you later. All right, folks. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Buenos dias. Oh, who's calling me so early in the morning? Wow. Okay, then. Good morning. Oops, I'm going to hit that. Well, I'm trying to answer it. Oh, it's not working. Okay. Uh, Huh. All right, the, the mouse just isn't working. Uh, I'm crying, honey chill. That's strange. I was trying to answer it and it just wouldn't pick up. Oh, well. They'll call back. Right? Right. All right. So, yes, good morning to everybody. How y'all doing, honey chill? Let me see now. Instagram, folks. You guys all right over here in Instagram world? Yes. Uh, we have Oki, Okin, Ebanks, Tamison, John. Y'all have some strange names. J Love, Vivia, Ebanks. Mm-hmm. Hope they all are doing well. Let me send out the links to everybody and what's up. Um, I see you guys are slow to get going this morning. I see you. Y'all are just like, oh, Sandy, do we have to wake up this morning? There's no school. The kids are in. We're just going to roll back over on the other side of the bed. Hmm. So roll call time. Miss Millicent, happy Monday. Sexy Jeannie in the house says, good morning, Sandra. Miss Marjorie Benless, happy Monday to you. Damien is here. Ervalyn, front and center of the glass. 
CC McLaughlin, good to see you. Uh, oh, Damien says, but that person still has their job also. Um, we'll talk about it here in a second. Um, Dean Sinclair, good morning, Miss Dean. How are you? She says, good morning to the CMR fam fam. Mm-hmm, any chill? We got Lucky Body, Renaissance Act 2, March the 28th. What's that? Is that like a play? Is it a concert? What are we doing? Steven Nicholson in the house. Yes, roll call. Well, the class is kind of, like I said, everybody's moving a little bit slow this morning. Um, I've sent out the links to everyone as well. So they'll start to pick up here in a second. And good morning, of course, to all of the beautiful people listening on Bobo 89.1 FM, who we never get to say hello to because y'all are still there. I mean, you're there, but we don't see you. We don't know you. We don't know, you know, but we know you're there. All right, let me um, make some adjustments to the phone lines so we can get that going. Um, I must tell you all, this Samsung phone is like the most bizarre phone ever. You know, I hardly ever turn on my I turn off my iPhone. I should say, um, once it's working, it hardly gets turned off. But this 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 Samsung phone is a little bit. Uh, it likes to turn off when it's charging and turn back on. So. Let me just get the phone line going here. 936-2626 is the telephone number. Don't call in yet, though, because I'm literally trying to restart it. Um, I think it says it's at 55%, which is weird because, you know, all weekend it would have been charging, so it should be fully charged. Not sure why. Um, okay. Hello, good morning. Oh. What's going on? I'm a little bit confused about why people are calling me this morning. Are we are we on radio? Are we good on radio? We should be. All right, let me just see if I can read some messages. Um, let's see. Oh, butt dial. Oh, okay. Don't be butt dialing me during the show now. Um. All right. So I will try to get the phone restarted. I'm not sure what the secret is here, but. It says 55% and then uh, it's just spinning. All right. I think we're getting it restarted now. Okay, honey, JL. Good morning. Roll call. Roll call. Leroy is here. Alejandro showed up. Where are you sitting today, Alejandro? Donde estas en la clase? Is it el clase or la clase? Let me see now if I can remember my Spanish. Clase sounds like a... I'm going to go with it's probably masculine. El Clase, La Clase. Mm. Some of these words are kind of tough, man. I'm trying to remember what, what is, is Clase feminine or masculine? I don't, I don't remember. I don't have to look it up in Spanish. Um, El Clase, La Clase. I feel like it's, I feel like maybe it's masculine. So I feel like it would be El, El Clase. Yes, Damien says it is. La Clase says inspiring. Uh-oh. What? We have a conflict this morning. Which is it, folks? My Spanish speakers, dime. Is it L or La Clase? Perla says La Clase, which makes it feminine. Uh, anybody else? Good morning, Miss Orlean. How are you? Not too ardent since last week. My mom, not well. Oh, someone who sang happy birthday. And you were, oh, um, oh, Miss Dean. Yes, I remember that. 
Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that she's not doing well. Alejandro says it's masculine. Miss Darlene says it's masculine. Damien says it's feminine. Oh, gosh, y'all have me all kind of confused this morning. Um, So I'm going to go with, I know Miss uh, Alejandro and Miss Darlene are native speakers. So I think I'm going to go with what they have to say. So I'm going to go with it must be masculine. I mean, you know, I'm not going to put the farm on the line here, but I do think that uh, the native speakers would definitely know. Mm-hmm. Honey chill. I kind of I felt like it was masculine as well. El Clase. Sounds right, but you know. Miss Millicent, good morning. Um, I was asking how I can get tr- through the Cayman work program. Which work program is that? You might want to clarify. Oh, gosh, let me fix this a little bit here. Oh, la la. There we go. Oh, my. I, I, I got to turn off the overhead light. Uh, Perla says you're doing great in Spanish class, Sandy. Good morning to Janae. Zambula Way says, why do why does a person from Northside, the what in the what? robbery in West Bay and the death of the man in Honduras? Okay, we're going to get to all those things. Donde estas sentado en la clase? Says uh, Negra Pula. So yes, thank you very much. That basically means where are you sitting in La Clase? El, no, La Clase? Hmm. Hmm. This, I mean, Negra says it's it's La Clase. Good morning, Andy from La Saiba. Um, Alejandro says, I don't know. I say L, but La, but either way, we know what's up. <laughs> Do y'all not know your proper? Okay, let me let me go to um, Google Translate. Let's see what Google Translate has to say about it. Y'all should know whether it is that class or so. We're gonna go from English to Espanol, and guess what? Okay, I feel like we should give away we should give away a prize here this morning. What do I have to give away? Oh, I have some, I do have some goodies somewhere around the place. I think I got some Ferrero Rocher chocolates. Chocolates are always good. All right. Tell you what, who can get it right? Uh, give us a call, 936-2626. Is it La Classe or El Classe? You got to get it just right, though, in order to win. Don't be guessing about 50 times now. You only have two options, really. All right, folks, L classy, not classy. Which one is it? 936-2626 is the telephone number. You got to call in. You got to call in. Who knows, L classy or not classy? Which one is it? La classy? Yes, you are correct. Did you take Spanish or you're a native Spanish speaker? I took Spanish before. You took Spanish and you remember? All right. Very good. Well, you got it right. Congratulations. We're going to give you some nice chocolate. Listen, this is good because if you got a girlfriend, now that's one less gift you have to buy her for Wednesday. Because remember, Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. (laughs) And we're going to give you the good chocolates too. The Ferrero Rocher. The good stuff. His, His mother won't approve. His mother. Wait a minute. Is that Miss Romelia? No. Nope. <laughs> who, who is? 
His mother won't Tomorrow. approve. Tomorrow. Hey, Tamara. <laughs> Wait Hi. a minute. You're not approving of the girlfriend or the chocolate? Which one? <laughs> girlfriend he's a he's, he's still in school oh then he's gonna give it to you of course oh <laughs> then you're gonna get the chocolate mama works out even better <laughs> all right congratulations young man um i got your number here so we will call you after the show and arrange to get those chocolates to your mama <laughs> okay, thank you. all right you're welcome you're welcome all right yes y'all have to pay attention it is actually La Classe. Yes. Uh, Perla says, Alejandra, you feel this one. Um, so we're going to go with Google knowing all things. <laughs> uh, you know, most of you were kind of saying La Classe. And, you know, I'm going to admit that I was wrong. I was kind of thinking maybe it was feminine as well. So some of these are hard. But yes, it is. I mean, masculine. I was thinking it was masculine. It's actually feminine. So it is La Classe. All right, everybody. Uh, lesson. Got your Spanish lesson in for the morning? Mm-hmm, honey chill. Um, Shaka Zulu, good morning. Irvlin was saying it's L. Nope, Jared would have gotten it right. He said La Classe. Uh, Aliano is just here rolling in. He's like, I don't care which one it is. <laughs> Carla went with La Classe as well. So um, Alejandro, did you feel Spanish? He says, I didn't go to Spanish class. See, that's a problem right there. Because uh, I already knew Spanish, according to John Gray High School, 2011. Well, maybe you didn't quite know enough. You know enough to get by, I guess, in an emergency or to get by kind of day to day. But, you know, it's good. Thank you, Diane. Um, it is good to, uh, you know, even as a native speaker, to like, get it proper. You know, there's a lot of job opportunities, folks, that if you like not just fluent in speaking it, but if you can write it and you can read it. Um, there's lots and lots of uh, job opportunities where having that additional little knowledge comes in handy, honey, chia. Um, all right, so Mama's going to be getting the chocolates because he's in school, so no girlfriend. From, I, I like Mama jumping in there saying, hold on a second. Not my boy. He ain't got no girlfriend. That's right. You hold it down, Mama. You hold it down. Uh, yes, when you're all in school, focus on your books, not on girlfriends and boyfriends. All right, Diamond Princess, buenos dias. Mm hmm. The school teaches Spain Spanish. What? Why? Castilian? Why? That's not practical here. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Their Spanish is a little bit different. That's weird. I'm not sure why they would, because in this part of the world, you know, people are speaking the other version. Um. So, huh. That's uh, very, very interesting. OK. Never knew that. Um, so I took Spanish in high school. And then by the time I got to university, they were like, well, your Spanish is so good that you could exempt out of the, um, they could, I could exempt out of the requirement to do Spanish. Cause you know, you have to do a foreign language in university. We did one in high school. So I was like, wow, I don't have to do it. And, you know, poor college student, to be honest, I was like, yeah, that works for me. That was one less class I had to pay for. You still have to make up the credits, though. So you don't get it, like, credit-free. You still have to make up for it. All right. So um, what an interesting show. Oh, I see part of the problem. I forgot this light. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Got to turn on the light. 
<clears throat> so um there was a very i mean y'all listen the show on friday was lit it was interesting lots and lots of people commenting afterwards some of you went back and listened to it over the weekend because i know during the week you might be at work um government be trying to block y'all on facebook but you know you got youtube check it out on youtube um but no sometimes you're busy and you don't get to listen to the show like in real time that's the beauty of having it on social media as you can always go back and have a listen thank you oscar <clears throat> he says have a wonderful day loving the purple lipstick thank you sir looks good on you alejandro says it doesn't matter to me because i talk it and they understand i hear english-speaking people speak worse English, so I don't care. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's something to be said for speaking a language properly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, get, get, get the con con conjugations right. Uh, yes, but I mean, you're right. There are people who speak English and they don't necessarily um, speak it very well either. But um, I hear people, you know, mispronounce, not, no, mispronouncing words is one thing. I, I mispronounce words all the time, to be quite frank. I've got my, my uh, where is Miss Soka? My um, police, my grammar police in the house. She's like, that's not how you pronounce it. You, you put too much emphasis on this syllabus and not this syllabus and whatever. Um, but the conjugation of like verbs and stuff like that, I'm normally really, really spot on with that stuff. So I would say, um, you know, in English is obviously my primary and only real, real language. But um, I probably write it better in terms of just because, you know, the pronunciation. Sometimes you just um, get it wrong. And, and people pronounce words differently, too, depending on where you're from. So I know she's always sending me little corrections. I just have to chuckle and laugh because it is pretty funny. Uh, Janae say that they say Spain Spanish is the proper Spanish. Of course they would say that. Felicia, good morning. Morning, Miss Olive. Miss Olivia is here. Exactly, says Damien, with the emphasis on egg exactly. Not egg. Now, now you're gonna make me pronounce it because now I can't pronounce it correctly. Exactly. Exactly and exactly. Eh, semantics. Close enough. <laughs> um, oh, you're asking if it's a scam. You gotta you gotta send me which one. I don't know. Um, the one that they need construction work for man babysitting, etc. Oh no, that, that sounds like a scam, Millicent. That doesn't sound legit, honey chair. Don't make them scam you. I don't I don't know where that is, but that doesn't sound legit. All right, Miss Juanita, Buenos Dias, Didi's in the house. Uh, Alejandro says, my pet peeve is when Jamaicans and Spaniards in particular say him and he to refer to females. You know, this is um, fishing in the brack, says Damien. You know, that's one of those things. I don't really know why Jamaicans say that. Um, Spaniards do it as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I I kind of understand it more, maybe, when Spanish people do it. Because I, I, I think they're, like, saying, like, him, but I always thought they were kind of, like, um, like, almost like a pause, but not really knowing what to say. So they say him, 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 I don't know. But, yeah, Jamaicans do it all the time. Even my husband 
when he's talking to certain people. Um, but he knows that obviously he knows I'm not a man, but he says it all the time. Like, it's just something you have to get used to. He be, he'll say like, uh, let me just give you a sentence. Um, he'll talk to his brother on the phone. Um, uh, uh, yes, you know, um, him had a piece of cake or whatever, but obviously he knows that that's not right. So I, I don't know why they say that. Anybody knows why Jamaicans say him and he instead of just saying she? <clears throat> so they use the masculine all the time for both male and female. And it is a little bit weird. Um, you know, among, amongst the Spanish-speaking world, when they learn English, Nicaraguans in particular have a very different way of speaking English. Their English is like, you you can... Listen, even if you don't hang out with a lot of Spanish people, you can normally pick up people who are from Nicaragua when they're speaking English because their English is different. I don't know why that is. I don't know what it is geographically about, um, you know, their English, but it is very different. All right. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Strong Wilt. Good morning to you. Um, the UK pronounced words differently from the US. Yes. They've got accents thrown in there. Um, good morning to Miss Celine. Miss Pat is in the house. Roll call. Damien says anything wrong with a vowel, put an H in pronunciation. Any word that starts with an H, it's silent. You know, well, Jamaicans do that too. And I'm wondering, is there any sort of a Spanish influence in Jamaica? Because that's a Spanish thing. Um, to have the H be silent. And then Jamaicans do it all the time, like words like hospital. They'll say hospital. Um, what's another H word? And instead of like saying hungry, they don't put any emphasis on the H. It's like hungry. Uh, yeah, so they kind of drop the H. But it's interesting because Spanish speakers do the exact same thing as well. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of a connection there linguistically between Jamaica and Spanish speakers. Hmm. Interesting. Never thought about it, really. Um, Dane says, I believe every parish in Jamaica have their own way. There are probably small differences, yes. Ask a Jamaican to pronounce a birth certificate. Oh, how do they pronounce it? Birth certificate. Any Jamaicans want to call in and pronounce birth certificate for me? 936-2626. All right. Um, Strong Wilt says that some Nicaraguans sound like Jamaicans. Not really. It's just that their accent is very, very different. And a lot of Spanish speakers will tell you, oh, they speak bad, they speak bad Spanglish. <laughs> like theirs is just totally different. Um, Alejandro, so they, they got Spanish town, but I believe the British English, um, the, the British influence the Jamaican accent. Hmm. I'm not sure because the Jamaicans pronounce hospital, I mean, British pronounce hospital, don't they? I don't know. All right, let's move on. Uh, what is this somebody is sending me? Hold on. Remember the school? They have kids separate by honors class. Uh, okay. Yes, Hortensia says it's La Classe. Okay. Good morning, caller. Welcome Good to the morning. program. Good morning, at, at, at Sandy. How are you? Hello. Buenos dias, senor. Como estas? It's a, be it's a beautiful day. Yes, yeah, see, see. Um, and you're talking about 
you're talking about language. Uh-huh. You know, Australians, they drive on the they're crazy, just like Tamanians, they drive on the left. Mm-hmm. They, they look the wrong way when when they're in New York. Mm-hmm. So this Australian, he, he uh, wanted to pass a, a busy New York street. He looked the wrong way, got in front of a, almost got knocked down by the taxi. And taxi said to him, you come here to die. He said, no, matey, I came here yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what a mess. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Dexter. Dexter. Happy Monday to you. Um, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got one a, a riddle for you. Okay. There, there are 30 cows in a field. Mm-hmm. 20. 28 chickens. How many didn't? There are 20 cows in a field. There are 30 cows, 30 in, cows a field. in a field. Uh-huh. 28 chickens. How many didn't? How many didn't chicken? Two? Eight. Eight. Eight didn't eat chicken. <laughs> there are 30 cows in a field. Mm-hmm. 28 chickens. 28 chickens. The cows, the cows ate the 28. Oh, everybody's saying it's 10, but you're saying it's eight. Yeah, because you got you got 20. The, the cows ate 20. Mm-hmm. So it only left eight. Oh, okay, 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 I got you. Where everybody getting 10 from? Everybody's saying 10. (laughs) All right, we got you, Mr. Dexter. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, my dear. Okay, bye. These riddles are too early in the morning. The brain's like, huh? I'm strong, Will. Thanks for asking about my feet. You know, um, I'm I'm actually icing them as we speak. Uh, I have my, it's funny you should ask. They, they've they've not been the greatest since then, but they haven't been the worst either. So yes, I'm actually using my little foot ice thing this morning. I had another one down. I'm going to move that one out of the way. And so I'm just cooling them down this morning. Um, I got some wonderful suggestions, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, a few of you sent me some home remedies, including um, that I should try avocado seed with rubbing alcohol. Now, I have a question about that concoction because I don't know... I think the person said just to grate the avocado seed and then you mush it together with alcohol. Like, I don't know. I'm going to try it out. But I must say that, um, you know, does it keep for a while? Do I refrigerate it? Like, I'm trying to figure out what else I do with it. Like, how do I keep it? So I'm not having to mix that mixture every single day. Damien says Bluefields, Corn Islands, and San Andreas all have a similar dialect. Um this other person says the Nicaraguans that are on the Caribbean coast slash Atlantic side of the country sound a little like Jamaicans. They speak English and learn Spanish in school. So even with their Spanish, it doesn't really sound um, as I guess proper as the ones on the specific side or where you will find Argentine and them places. Oh, on the Pacific side, it's just straight Spanish. So Nicaragua is unique, along with Panama and Costa Rica, because in the Caribbean seaside, they speak English and learn Spanish in school, 
but the rest of the Spanish-speaking countries in Central America, um, into South America, speak Spanish through and through. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I I didn't really know that to be honest. Thank you, caller, for sharing that. Um, you know that is very very interesting because yes, I could see where that would indeed make a difference. It makes a huge difference, even if you are in a country with a you know the official language is something else. It does make a huge difference which tongue you learn first. So, um. If you learn, for example, um, you know who, who falls into this category? I don't know if Misha is listening this morning or not, but Misha is from Go- Goa and she speaks, I mean, obviously that's off the coast of India, but she learned English as her first language and then the other languages. Um, let me ask her. I'm trying to remember. So I believe that in her household, she would have grown up speaking English, but then in school and so on, learning her second, third, fourth, fifth, she knows a bunch of languages. Um, So yes, thank you, Mr. Dexter, for that little brain teaser this morning. Um, Of course, everybody's thinking the number eight. You see how the brain is so tricky, right? Because he says there are 30 chickens. Already your brain is like in math mode, like, okay, This is a math equation, 30 minus 28. Like, you know, you weren't thinking eight as an eight, A-T-E. You're thinking eight as in the number eight. So that's exactly where my brain went when he was like eight. I'm like, 30 minus eight, that's easy. That's only two, two left. And so, of course, that's not what, you know, um, that's not what he meant at all. So that's why you gotta... When you re- if you have the benefit of the written word, then obviously you'd see that eight and eight are two different kind of eight. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? Um, the people that have the words in English in particular that sound exactly the same but are spelled differently. This is really hard when you have a seven-year-old and she's learning how to spell words. To explain to her that, yeah, some words sound exactly the same, but it depends on what you mean by it, like how you're using it. They're totally different words. Live says, yes, you're absolutely right. Jamaicans were first owned by the Spanish. They were? Hmm. Okay. And George says, yes, remember the Jamaicans um, should speak Spanish because of the Spanish settlers that were there. But most of the British that came afterwards, uh, we speak English. Hmm. Um... Mix baking soda and cold water and stand in it. Uh, yeah, I do Epsom salt, uh, Epsom salt soap sometimes as well. All right. Uh, inspiring says the Nicaraguan and San Andreas English is called Creole. It's a dialect similar to Patois. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Morning, Miss Yulene. How are you? Cameron in the house. Uh, says that's why proper languages are taught in school. Dialects can evolve from that. French and Creole is quite a task to learn. Alejandro says the English language is the hardest language to get right, but the most popular use, I'm learning Mandarin for Anna. Actually, Mandarin is the most popular language around the world because there are just so many Chinese people. But in terms of practicality, 
I'm not so sure that um, it's practical for us to probably learn Mandarin here, unless you're getting into certain things. Good morning, Misha. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I have a question for you. I know you told me this story before, and I'm just trying to remember how the story goes. So you grew up um, in Goa. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes, that's correct. Yes. And um, but you grew up speaking English as a first language. Correct. Mm -hmm. how, does, how does that but happen, that by was... the way? <laughs> um, so my mom, she spoke a different language, uh -huh. um, although she spoke English as well. Uh -huh. But my dad, he spoke both as well. But he spoke about, I think, I think about four languages. Uh -huh. And uh, he loved um, speaking and learning different languages. Okay. And so I think I picked that up from him. Uh -huh. And I, I currently speak five and I'm learning Spanish. So that will be six. But yeah, we started off speaking English um, because my dad mostly spoke English with me. Mm -hmm. And I think he wanted me to, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he spoke English. So you think me. because the two of them had English as your parents, as their common language between each other, like they spoke more English together? Um, not really, because at home, uh, so I spoke in our, uh, in Konkani mm -hmm. to my mom. And that's what mom and dad spoke to each other. Okay. Uh, and to me specifically, I could never speak uh, my mother's tongue with my dad. I don't, that's so weird. Uh, <laughs> but until I couldn't explain anything to him, mm -hmm. I couldn't say anything to him in that language. It had to be English. Hmm. Uh, but with my mom, I couldn't. You mean that's English. because your brain just wouldn't do it or? No, yeah, my brain just wouldn't do it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't. But you understood the explain. language. Of course. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. um, like I wouldn't be able to, to, uh, to express myself to my dad, mm -hmm. but to my mom, I wouldn't be able to express myself in English to my mom. Like, uh, yeah, while well, I'm thinking about it now, it's so weird. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> So it's yeah. almost like your brain reverted to whatever language they were speaking to you in when you communicated back with them. Yeah, I think it's the connection that you make with the person as well. Uh, with my mom, I could always think and speak in Konkani. Mm -hmm. uh, and with my dad, it always had to be English. Like I, I immediately switched, even if I had to talk with both of them together. And if it's an intense conversation, uh, mm -hmm. then yes, I had to speak. I would switch and we would switch like it was so normal. Hmm. Uh, we didn't even think twice. Um, with mom, yeah, I would immediately switch to the other language. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, my cousins and everyone around in school, teachers, I went to a convent school, so um, we mostly spoke English there as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, everyone else was English um, with my brother. I think it's English and Konkani both. Mm -hmm. um, like I we were comfortable talking, but I immediately switched to English though. Mm -hmm. um, and and saying and after I started uh, traveling, mm -hmm. the accents changed a lot. And and also, what is interesting is my accent changes based on who I am speaking with. Mm -hmm. For example, mm -hmm. uh, I lived in Dubai for the longest time, and 
people in Dubai have a different accent when mm. they're speaking English. Obviously, it's the Arabic Arabic accent that they mm-hmm. pick up on. But then we have all pe- people from all all over the world in Dubai as well. Mm-hmm. But mostly um, when Arabs would speak English, it's different. And <laughs> for some reason, I, I even picked up that broken English. Just so I think it's my my intention when I speak to someone or my goal is for me to be understood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think people are very comfortable when they talk to me uh, from any anywhere around the world. They immediately understand me. I, <laughs> there was this Russian girl mm-hmm. who had no idea about English. It's like she she just came from she was actually from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And um, her sister one day just walked in with her to the place to the place that I was working, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, I need a job for my sister." Blah blah blah, and she doesn't speak English. And uh, luckily, we were uh, hiring. Mm-hmm. So I said, "You know what? I I will I will try, but obviously uh, that will depend on the employer if they hire her, and I will ha- I will help her." And and it was a really sad story. At the mm-hmm. time, I won't get into that, but um, so. Eventually, she got the job, and they they had me helping her with the translation. I didn't speak Russian. <laughs> was this spoke... was this in Cayman or somewhere else in the world? No, no, this was in Dubai. In Dubai. in Dubai, okay. Yeah, and uh, we used Google Translate to translate certain words, but we actually spoke with uh, with our hands and body language and certain words. Um, and we just understood each other. Don't ask me how. And everyone was like, how do you understand her? I think it was just the connection um, and mm-hmm. the expressions. And obviously, because I, I spoke a lot of languages at the time as well. So I was quite interested uh, yeah. to learn people, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I, I often yeah. wonder if this is how people who don't speak each other's language fall in love because... Language <laughs> is just that, you know, there's, it's a bit of yeah. a, I guess a barrier, but it doesn't have to be an absolute barrier, you know? So remind exactly. me again of which languages you speak, um, English, Konkani, German. Uh, yeah. So there are three Indian languages that I speak and then English would be the fourth. German would be the fifth and Spanish would be the sixth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Now, the in in India, the languages are not dialects; they're completely separate languages. Uh yes, mostly, mostly. Yeah, uh-huh. there are some languages that I don't even understand. I wouldn't know, uh, but um, if but they probably know uh, mm-hmm. some of my languages that I speak. So it's it's easier to communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say easier, um, like you just understand people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're completely different. Some of so them. which which Indian languages about. do you speak? Hindi. Yes, Hindi. I speak Konkani, and then there's another one that's called Marathi, which is mostly spoken in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I worked for a um, news station, which is mostly Marathi, before I left uh, India. That was about, I think, twenty two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell tell us tell us a story. I mean, I find that this is a very interesting story because I know you shared this before. But tell us the story mm-hmm. of when you worked for this Indian news um company reading the news. <laughs> <laughs> what what challenges did you have linguistically? Uh I had to train myself uh to sound like an Indian. <laughs> so they told you that you sounded too much um like what, an American, European? 
What what English uh, they, did they think you sounded too much like? Well, they just said I sounded Western. Western, uh, they okay. Didn't say, yeah, they didn't say which country, but I think I sounded more English. Yeah. Uh, because at the time, I had English teachers teaching me. Oh, okay. <laughs> in school. All right. So they were English teachers. And so they, they actually made you do classes and how to sound more Indian. Yeah, I had to go. Uh, I had to undergo training for two months. Two months. I cannot believe it. Two months to Just, sound like an Indian. Isn't that crazy? An Indian being told <laughs> that you need to sound more like an Indian. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what well, what what are some of the uh, like what were some of the things that like what do Indians say even when there's because this would be you speaking English, but what do Indians say when they speak yeah. English that's like a little bit different than say a British person? Well. There are there are a lot of words that are um, the, the words are the same, obviously, but the way you say it is different. Mm -hmm. um, hi, caller. You just had a lot of background noise there. Can we help you? Good morning. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Um, so I was wondering if you had a chance to check the comments from Robson Simpson from yesterday issue that has been submitted. Um, so, sorry, say that once more. Um, I was wondering if uh -huh. you had the chance to check Robson Simpson comment on your uh, website. On the website? Uh, yeah. No. The website or social media? The website. The website. Okay. Is there a particular article? Because I think we've actually turned comments off on the website, so I'm not sure. Oh. Yes, I'm not I sure. I think we, we submitted an inquiry, and mm -hmm. it was we received an email saying that you would get back to us in one working business day. Hmm. So I was wondering if you, if you managed to read that. Uh, okay, so it was actually sent by email. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And do you recall which day that would have been? Yesterday. 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 All right. I will have a look. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you're you. welcome. All righty. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Um, okay. Sure. <laughs> Maybe have a look. All right. So, um, yeah, linguistically, um, wh what are some of the things that Indian people say, even when they're speaking English? That you think is kind of unique to Indian people? Hmm. Um. I I I have to think. Yeah. Uh, I have to switch my Indian brain on. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose when you're around certain people, just like I see Jamaicans do this all the time, like you know Marlon. A lot of Jamaicans don't know that Marlon's a Jamaican. They see right. him and they think he's from India. Or they think he's Guyanese or Trinidad or whatever. They they it's so funny because they'll be talking to him and they're guessing all over the place, but like Jamaicans all over the place, but mm -hmm. Jamaica. So a lot of times um, you don't really hear like he doesn't have a super thick Jamaican accent, but it does become more pronounced when he's around like his family and like certain Jamaicans and stuff like that. You know, it's like you're yeah. you're like you said. Um, and this is something that goes beyond linguistics. As human beings, we try to, like, we have a desire to, because um, we're pack animals, so we have a desire to sort of fit in. And it's something called mirroring, where you mirror the yeah. other person. 
Um, and that includes linguistically. So your accent, even though both of you might speak English, your accent changes, your body language changes, and you mirror that person in order to have a connectivity so that you can uh, communicate better and actually get along with that person. Have you ever noticed it when you're talking to someone who uses a lot of hand gestures? All of a sudden, you who might not normally use a lot of hand gestures start using a lot of hand gestures? Yep, yep, yep. So, Absolutely. and um, Corey yeah. actually has noticed that a lot. Uh, when I speak with other people, he said, uh, how did you just switch into that person's country? <laughs> he, he always notices that when he's with me and, and uh, there's another person, like, for example, when we're in the, in the supermarket and uh, someone's asking for something and I'm always like jumping to help that mm -hmm. person uh, who's new here and they're trying to figure out something. Most of the time, uh, I think I know where the stuff is in the aisles than the mm -hmm. employees at, at the supermarket, <laughs> just because I, I just know them. And then uh, the language is sometimes different and I'll mm -hmm. try to explain where it is. And sometimes the language is the same, like English, for example, and the accents are different and they right. just sound different. Like it's, it's a different language, but it's actually English. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and it's, it's interesting how my year would pick that up and someone else who just speaks English from like my husband, for example, will not understand it. It's like, what did he say? Mm -hmm. It's it's not because he doesn't know English. It's just because the sound is different and the mm -hmm. words are said differently. So I think I can pick on that as well. And mm -hmm. any multilingual person would pick on that. Um, and sometimes it's really hard for me to, um, for example, if I'm speaking, if I'm practicing my German, Mm -hmm. it will be I, I will think in German I'll write in German mm -hmm. and if I'm if I'm explaining something to someone German words will pop in my head and I would want to say German words while I'm speaking English and that makes it uh, a little uh, that makes a conversation a little bit slow for me mm -hmm. like my speed will decrease uh, and I will have trouble uh, in that short moment to remember the words mm. uh, back in English because there's so many words in your brain at the, with these languages and mm -hmm. you just want to, you just, you try to remember them and say, oh, you know, oh yeah, it's this one. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of brain farts, uh, language brain farts, if you want to call them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's because you've got so many yeah. languages, but of course it becomes easier. So say, for example, if you met someone here that was German and you started talking to mm -hmm. them, I'm assuming it would be a more difficult transaction than if you were actually in Germany for a day or two, because then it all floods back to you, right? Yeah, immediately. And if, when a German speaks English, I immediately know that this is a German and I could, we could, you know, switch in German and speak a few words and that's it. We're, 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 we're sailing on the German boat. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's just, uh, it, I think same with English and other languages that you speak as well. I mean, not English, but uh, other languages like Spanish. Uh, when those people speak English, you know, you kind of know which country mm -hmm. they're from, yeah, uh, or which languages they speak uh, based on the, the the based on how they say those words, yeah, uh, the pronunciation. And even when I was doing the news with CMR, there were times that you would say, "Ah, oh, I think you, you you should say it this way." <laughs> Yeah, you would correct me, and I was like, "Oh, really? I I didn't realize that because I said that for my entire life, you know." Yeah, because Caymanians do have a different way, also, even as small as we are, of saying yeah. different 
saying things differently. And what's interesting about that, I'm not really good with this, but I know that there are people um, probably more so in previous times, but when they speak to somebody from West Bay, they can tell a West Bayer from an East Ender, from a Georgetowner, you know, because they're like, oh, the dialects are so different for those districts. I think as we kind of converge and merge together a little bit more, it's probably not as um, pronounced anymore, but people can still like, you know, if you're speaking to someone and you're really into a conversation, they can be like, yeah, that person's from West Bay and not just West Bay, but they might be able to even tell you like what subsection, like, oh, they they from, um, I don't know, goat yard area or whatever, because even (laughs) within West Bay, there might've been little things that they said differently by um, sort of the smaller geographical areas as well. So um, this person says to ask her this question, they said Indians say only all the time, but it doesn't have the same meaning it does when we use it. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. um, Like, can, can you give an example? Um, Okay. I don't ask her about the (laughs) head wobble. What's the head wobble? Oh my goodness. Oh, when you speak like the kind of the thing, that's a bit of a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, they, they speak more with their head than maybe their hands sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I think Indians speak with, uh, with their entire body. <laughs> yeah. <you> ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So this other person says, that's the way that I grew up speaking Spanish to my mom and English to my dad, even in a conversation between the three of us. Oh, that's gotta yeah. be interesting. So you're sitting there and then say at the dining room table and you're speaking Spanish to mom and English dad, and you're switching back and forth. You know that, um, this is an example. She said, I will meet you only. Uh, an Indian person would say, I will meet you only. Hmm. But I know that children who grow up in bilingual households tend to have a delayed, um, they don't speak any language as early because their brains are, and some people think, oh my gosh, my kid is slow. Like he's not learning to speak. But what ends up happening is it's because the child is actually processing and learning both languages at the same time. So it's like a little bit more difficult for them to start speaking. But when they start, obviously, you know, they can be bilingual from day one almost. Um, And then, yeah, I've seen people switch very, very, easily between the two languages because they'll speak to children in both languages. Um, so it's so interesting to see children who uh, grew up in, you know, a multilingual household. And it's also very, very interesting. I remember at my daughter's school, her previous school, when she was at Montessori came in, there was a little kid, I forget exactly what country he was from, um, Eastern European bloc. So maybe like Russian or Ukraine or something. And he spoke no English. Poor kid. I felt so bad for him. And the first, um, you know, week that he was there, the poor kid just cried all the time. You could tell he was so confused. The teachers didn't speak his language. Um, But, you know, I remember seeing him maybe a month or two later, and it was amazing how much more comfortable he was. And he was actually starting to, like, vocalize and say little words in English and stuff as well. So, you know, when the brain is of a particular age, um, it's easier to learn a language. Um, As you get older, it becomes a little bit more challenging. Shaka Zulu says, Indians say, tell me something as the beginning of a conversation. I actually say that sometimes. (laughs) Like, tell me something. 
to that uh, to that person uh, asking about uh, why Indians use only, mm-hmm. I think the reason. So it, there's something called Indian English, right? And Indians wouldn't know about this because o- only when you travel outside and talk to other people, they actually uh, <laughs> say Indian English, right? Uh, I think the reason they use certain words and not the proper English is because they, they're translating the languages that they are speaking at home out of the 27 languages that we speak in India. Uh, they translate that to English. Um, and <laughs> uh, the, Sorry about that. That's my daughter. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, so yes, they translate that language uh, into English. So it's not, it's like how you would, you would translate Spanish into English and the, the grammar would not be correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the reason they use, um, uh, common English words, which are not, which doesn't help with the, with the, with the way the language is spoken, the English language is spoken. Hmm. Hmm. We have a call in the line. Yes. I think I get it. Caller. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Morning, Tandy. How are you? Not bad, dear. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I was on my road just now uh-huh. a while ago, and um, there was a post that they found a phone on Seven Mile Beach. Okay. But I was trying trying to find the contact, but no one did leave their contact number or anything. Okay. Um, which phone? Like, Misha, you probably posted like, this. Do you know which phone she's referring to? Uh, if she can tell us what the phone looks like, there were two phones that were posted. One was on the okay, beach, just um, under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a black Samson A20, and it has cracks on the face of it. Okay, that's the one someone sent a message to Kevin. So I've posted in the group to ask the contact number. Once I get a response, we will uh, respond to you on the. So probably the easiest box. thing to do is to send me a WhatsApp number on the previous number that you call. He did forward us the person's number, but I obviously don't want to give that on air. So if you WhatsApp us, we can forward you her contact details. We do have the name of the person now who, who found it. Well, I don't have the name of the person. It's just, it was posted on the... Um, no, no, no. What I'm saying to you on... is just, just WhatsApp me on my private oh, number, which okay. you just called, the 324 number, and I will forward uh-huh. you the number of the person who should have the phone. Okay, thank you so much, Sandy. I'll do All that right, right no now. No problem. Okay, my dear. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> another success story, another win, another phone found its home again. We're um, running out of pages in the book to uh, record our success stories. <laughs> Doesn't that feel good, though? We're always reuniting people with stuff. Of course. Just of this course. past week, we reunited somebody with a drone. I didn't even post it because the person said, hey, I found a drone. And then somebody else, a regular to the program said, hey, Sandy, I lost the drone. I'm like, hmm, wonder <laughs> if it's the same drone. So I said, send us a serial number. And sure enough, the guy was able to get his drone back just like that. We didn't even get to post it. So we got to put that one in our little black book as another success story as well. Um, yep. So how are you learning uh, Spanish, Misha? How are you teaching yourself Spanish? <laughs> Duolingo for now. <laughs> okay. And do you have people that you've been practicing with um, Espanol? Um, 
my husband, yes, he speaks a little bit of Spanish, mm -hmm. uh, conversational Spanish, um, but yes, he can speak. So I speak with him. And uh, my brother is also learning uh, and we're like competing with each other to see who gets uh, the best, uh, not the best, the top points or who gets at the top. So mm -hmm. I think that helps. Uh, we're all competitive uh, and it really helps when you're learning a language. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. So um, we, we all have to practice soon. I've been trying to brush up on, on my Espanol también. <laughs> Yes, we do. And German too, you and I. Oh, Lord. I don't, I don't know if I can. There's certain <laughs> languages. Let me ask you this. I think German might be one of those. The Arabic languages are very guttural. Um, mm. I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but they're... I do. <laughs> they come from like a different... I, I want to say without trying to insult anybody about their languages, but it almost sounds like you're like, like spitting at somebody. Struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me that those languages, because I have a difficulty kind of replicating and making that sound, I think those languages versus what's considered the romantic languages would probably yeah. be a little bit more challenging for me. But right. yeah, so yeah, say, say, say a phrase in, in Arabic for me, like say, um, good morning in Arabic. Uh, I would. I would, but I don't speak Arabic. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Let me see. <laughs> I forgot. That's not a language you speak. Say it in German. Because I think they're uh, very connected a little bit. They sound. Uh, in German, for a good morning, it would be Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. German might be easier for me to learn, but the, the guttural languages, like they come from a different like place in your throat, I feel like. I might have a challenge. Somebody in the comment section says, I'm actually learning Arabic. Oh, they just wrote something in Arabic. Oh, wow. Um, oh, nice. So, um, Ashaka Zulu says, English, did you know that English is a Germanic language? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the thing with the languages that are written differently as well, like don't really use the English alphabet, I think that that yeah. exponentially has to be harder because then you're having to learn, like it's like learning Chinese, right? You have to learn all these symbols and right. totally different letters and stuff like that. Yep, exactly. And I do want to learn Mandarin and see how far I get with that. Um, apparently it's the it's the world's number one uh, spoken language. Uh, I don't know if it still stands there, but yeah, I, I do want to put that all on right, my So list. for my Arabic speakers this morning, somebody has sent me this. Saba al Oh, yeah. Shabbat al Yeah, totally got it wrong. So it's, it's Sabah. Was Shabbat or Sabah? Sabah al You see what I mean by guttural? Like, you got to get in there with it. Yeah. Um, um, I don't see it in the comment section to read it, but uh, let me just quickly uh, put that. So it's good morning. In Arabic? Yeah. Someone yeah, is asking so. you to say the word ambulance in German. Why ambulance? What's, <laughs> what's different about the word ambulance? This person's naughty, so um, you gotta keep an eye on them. Um the words in German they're they're really, really long. Mm -hmm. Um so it's Krankenwagen. <laughs> For ambulance? <laughs> yes. Krankenwagen. Krankenwagen. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> 
That's so crazy. Uh, All right, let me let me try and see if um oh I know we can always do um so we'll do English. We'll do the hold on. Um this is why I love modern technology. So good morning. <laughs> hold on, let me see what it sounds like. Oh no, no, I want to hear it in Arabic. Oh my god, sabahu <laughs> khairi. Hold on. Sabahur Herli. Sabahur Herli. I'm trying to just repeat what it says. Hold on. Sabahur Herli. Hold on. Sabahur Herli. I think that's close enough. So it's it's Sabah. That's the easy part. The other one is what? Sabahur Herli. Sabahur Herli. Why are you speaking from hell? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. No, okay, hold on, right hold on. Let, let's let's look up ambulance. Oh my god. In Arabic is sa saru asia. Oh my god. No. Oh my god. Sayaru Sayaru Safan. No. Let's see what it says. Oh my gosh. Like looking at it, I probably would not do the best job of putting it together. Like I feel that there's certain languages, the, the romantic languages like Spanish, like you can phonetically mm -hmm. figure it out just by looking at it. That's what makes, um, I think, Spanish easier to learn than a lot of other languages if you're just reading it. Like, okay, ambulance in Spanish looks almost like the one in English and you just break it down by syllabus. It's right, syllabi or whatever. So it's very right. easy, ambulancia. Like it's, and then you put it together, ambulancia. Like it's easy because yeah. pretty much you pronounce everything. There's a few exceptions, like I said, with the H and stuff like that. And the W, the W is pronounced like a V. So there's a couple rules here and there, but for the most part, what you see is you just pronounce it like that and you're off and speaking Spanish. So yeah, exactly. um, very, very interesting. In, Thank you, Doni. Uh, Mm -hmm. In in German, uh, V is not pronounced as V. It's pronounced as with uh, with the sound that says F. So you wouldn't say V uh, in German. You'd say V. Don't ask me why. Yeah. So, so for so example, the v, the v is pronounced like an F. Yes. Okay. So let me think of a. Let's do vegetable in German. Oh, uh, there, it's a completely different word. So in for vegetables in German, it would be Gemüse. It's not even vegetable. <laughs> Gemüse. Gemüse. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, um, let me try a word like video. Oh, it's the same thing. Video. <laughs> yeah, I think that just yeah, video. Uh, there's another word that let me say, verrückt is. Uh, so a lot of the a lot of the new words, um, like video. I I looked up vegan. It's the same thing. It's vegan. So they don't even bother finding a German version of or foreign language version. They're like, just stick with the word vegan and video. So it's like the English yeah. is, is seeping back into other languages, if you will, um, in that there's right. really no translation for it. Exactly. So if they're borrowing any words from English and they don't have it in German, they'll just say it in, in, in English. Uh, but they do have uh, like gen like in their in their vocabulary they do have their words right mm -hmm. so they'll just use that uh which is uh, mostly used just in germany 
Um, so I found a word uh, with V, uh, so crazy, which is a word that we use a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called ferrukt, but it's spelled as V-E-R-R-U-C-K-T. So, but it's called, it's ba- it basically means crazy, mm-hmm. but it's pronounced ferrukt. as ferrukt and not verrukt. Ferrukt. Ferrukt. Yes. Okay. It's V E double R. Yes. U with the little dots on top and C K T. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Jackie <laughs> says German is the closest language to English. Do you find that as someone who has was German easy for you to learn? Well, German is a difficult language. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if you are into learning languages then it's it's not i mean mm-hmm. nothing is is difficult when you want to learn it right mm-hmm. uh, but most people find german difficult there are english words that are borrowed into the language however there are words like for example uh vegetables right mm-hmm. it, it's a complete different word there you would think that it's it's something close to um what do you say what do you call uh, vegetables in spanish uh hold on i have to look it up i don't even know let me see um like there are certain words that will not be yeah borrowed and then you just have to know those words so in that Uh, for that verduras (laughs) now see that is very close to konkani verduras they they would say verdur Hmm. in konkani yeah but so that's to be close. honest, Konkani is uh, a language specific to Goa. Yeah. And Goa is not far off the coast of Spain, right? Are you guys close uh, to Spain? Like you're well, you're so. you're you're the you're the I think I think Goa has a lot of Spanish influence it's for Portuguese. someone. Portuguese. It, yes. Sp- oh, Spain is really far. Oh sorry. <laughs> Getting the Portuguese confused with the Spaniards. But you have a similar, I mean, Portuguese and Spanish are close, close close-ish. Very close, yes. Yeah, so I think that that is the influence. Because the Portuguese uh, once inhabited Goa, right? Correct. Yeah. So that would make sense linguistically that you would have words like that that are very, very similar. Exactly. And I think that's also the reason that my dad, my dad was in the army. Um, and my grandfather as well. So I think they had to learn Portuguese as well. Uh, I'd imagine. Uh, I never got to ask them that. But um, so I think that's where the influence, I think that's why he wanted to teach me English as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be. Um, so that we could, you know. But by then they were gone. So and the Portuguese um, were long yeah. gone. But still the yeah, influences yeah. are there. The language, is there a lot of influences in like your food and stuff from the Portuguese as well? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the pork vindaloo and everything, um, cafriel and uh, pork stew, all of that food, yummy, delicious food, uh, definitely is influenced by the Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. would say that. Because authentic Indian food would be butter chicken mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, um, spinach, what is that spinach thing called? Palak paneer. And anything that has Indian words in it would be like Indian food, authentic, mm-hmm. delicious Indian food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes, it, 
the food is really delicious. It takes a long time to cook. I actually learned how to cook Indian food when I came to Cayman uh, because when my brother uh, moved here after my parents passed, I just wanted to make him happy and feel like home. And so I, and he loves to eat food. Uh, and I <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I just wanted him to feel home. You well, know? they so say I the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I had to start from scratch and I wish I really learned from my mom and dad how to cook Indian food uh, when they were on. I, I, I mean, I, I kind of try to remember uh, what they use. I was always interested to do mm -hmm. uh, learn from my dad and even my mom. And because she comes from a different uh, state in India mm -hmm. and not from Goa, uh, she was um, she ha her language was different. She spoke about three, four languages, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and the type of food was different. So I had a combination of both worlds mm. and, and it's funny that it's, it is in India and my dad, my dad's grandmother was Portuguese. Mm -hmm. So we have that influence as well. So, mm. yeah. And of course a big country like India that have like different regions, it really does make a huge difference regionally where you're from. So like North India is going to be very different right. in language and traditions and food and everything from. Yep different parts of India and you can even hear it in their English. Um, you know, yeah. you know, Dr. Um, oh, what's her name now? Dr. Pooja, right? Whenever right. she speaks in English, I said to her, I said, what part of India are you from? Because you know who she reminds me of that Indian actress that's married to Nick, uh, Nick Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. She sounds like Priyanka when Priyanka speaks English. So I was wondering if they were like from the same region or the same area and I think it might be like a Mumbai kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. That's exactly. I heard Dr. Putra speak as well on the show. And uh, she sounds uh, like a typical Mumbaiite, as you would say it. Uh, someone that lives in Mumbai would speak. And Priyanka mm -hmm. Chopra basically also works there or used to work there because Bollywood is basically Mumbai. Okay. And they, uh, they speak... Uh, three or four languages there as well. So mm. Marathi would be the one that's spoken in Mumbai. That mm -hmm. is like their official language. Mm -hmm. And then Hindi as well, which is like spoken, uh, which is the national language. And then English is also spoken by everyone. Uh, but they do give, uh, English is like the third speaking uh, language. And that's because we have, a uh, we have you know, uh, a lot of tourists that come in there. And um, I think we take that responsibility to be able to communicate with them, I think mostly because of business mm -hmm. so that they can uh, promote their businesses and, you know, um, communicate with people and, and stuff. So I think, um, yeah, that would be the third language and any other language that they like, for example, if they had a household like mine with two different with, uh, with my mom coming from a different state in India and my dad being mm -hmm. in Goa. So we had like different languages. So then you would have all those languages as well. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Misha. We really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, somebody oh, just welcome. sent in a comment. Uh, let me read this one. They said, I love listening to Misha's accent and jaw dropping when I found out Aww. she's originally from India this morning. She's also so <laughs> beautiful and seems to have a beautiful personality. Aww. Oh, thank you so much. That made my day. You have to tell me who this is so I can thank <laughs> him or her personally. Thank you so much. 
Um, this person says that um, the Portuguese word for vegetable influence Konkani, and because the Portuguese colonized that part of India, you find a lot of Indian people from that part with Portuguese-sounding names. Huh. Yes, that's true. That's correct. Um, my dad's name was not Portuguese, though. Uh, I don't think so. I wonder mm -hmm. if it was. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, very, very interesting conversation this morning. Totally off topic. But anyway, this is <laughs> thank you so is, much. This is what me. happens here on the show this morning. We do something a little bit different. Go with the flow. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Misha. Okay. All right. Say, 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 have a nice day in three languages. Oh, my goodness. You're not doing the same. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put you on the spot. Oh, can you say it in Spanish since you're learning Spanish? Uh uh -huh. I could say bu buenos dias. That's good morning. good morning. Um, um, you can just say, um, how would you just, okay, so let me look it up. I say, <laughs> que, que tenga un lindo día. Que tenga un lindo día? Yeah, que tenga un lindo que tenga. día. And of course, in Spanish, you can't translate <laughs> word for word, but it's like, uh, que is like what, and then tenga, I think, is the verb to have. So, que tenga is que tenga. to have, yeah. Un, un, lindo, l-i-n-d-o, dia. Que tenga un lindo dia. Yeah, que tenga un... Que tenga. <laughs> yeah, que tenga un lindo dia. Oh. That's here. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, have a nice day. I'm just going to read it. Have a nice day in Spanish. Yeah. But in German, it would be, habe einen schönen Tag. Um, so that's German and Spanish. Okay. Mm -hmm. What does it say here? Que tenga un lindo día. Mm -hmm. <laughs> que tenga un lindo día, Miss Sunday. Okay, so we got it. German, <laughs> Spanish, Satan Conkany. Uh, Deu Oh my gosh. Don't even know where to start. <laughs> So that means may God grant you a good day. Konkani. Konkani is K-O-N? Yes. Oh, why is that not in Google Translate, though? I don't see it as a language option. Because mm, hmm. maybe it's a small, small state. Just like Cayman, it's really, really small. Konkani. Wow, they don't have it as a language there. Oh, Interesting. That's, okay, that's say, say it one more time. Let's hear it again. They'll borrow this view. Interesting. <laughs> Definitely won't be able to, to follow you there. <laughs> I appreciate no it, problem. Misha. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have, Have a, a good, good day. day. All Bye. right, my dear. All right, folks, a little Spanish and English and German and everything language lesson for you here. Que tenga un lindo día. All right. Miss Lucille in the house. Good morning to Miss Lucille. She says, I know the reason you want to learn all these languages so you don't have to go off the radio. You can slap them on your show instead of going around the corner to dish it out. You just use one plate and pile it up and we don't even know what we're eating. Oh my gosh. Un buen dia, uh, Alejandro. That's like that's like the lazy way of saying it. Un buen, buen dia. Just use buen dia. Um, Damien says some country people speak slang and not proper. Uh, yep. Good morning, Jean. Inspiring. Uh, says me, you have a nice day, a lovely day. Yep. 
All right, let's leave uh, the languages alone. Good morning, Paul. Oh, you're in Orlando today? Hey, what you doing over there, honey chill? So speaking of languages, let's hear a proper Caymanian dialect here this morning. We had to bleep out some words in this, I should warn you. Um, beforehand, Kevin went through and got all of them for me. Listen to this now, this proper Caymanian. I got to come and chop you up. Here you go. Because I was sitting in the back of Monica, car just left from getting my child a vaccination and your father drives across, overtaking people right there by the bluff road and almost slamming to the side of us. Ashley, you will bury your father today, today. If I take this car and I go spot bay and I find this man, I chopping your daddy dead in the face. And none of them can defend it. None of them can defend it. I hope on the know that I go in search of your father and I'm going to chop him dead in his face. Remember I tell you that. And you see worse, Ashley, if you had a car and I'm in the back of your hole in my youth, you know all I know is going dead off. I just go walk around and kill all of them, bit by bit. You talking about he been home all day? Find out who driving your ta father Tahoe? Yeah, well, find out who the f driving your father Tahoe, blood. You talking about he been home all day? Find out who driving your ta father Tahoe like a idiot and overtaking when they see people coming off the fucking bluff road. Lord Jesus. Now, if that not came on, you mix up situation there. Mm -mm. Y'all hear? Y'all heard all those, all those Caymanianisms, bloods. <laughs> I don't think Caymanians really say. That's not something we really say. But that, these young people who want to be gangsters, they're the bloods. Your bloods. Lord have mercy, Anna. Why we love Anna? And then West Bears they want to pronounce V to save their lives. They're not gonna say vegetables. They're gonna say vegetables. Okay, so this is shocking. Um, I got this call on Friday afternoon. I forget what time it was. Somebody said, Sandy, you hear that this man got chopped up in Cayman Brack? I said, what? A chopping in Cayman Brack? Good morning, caller. Yeah, that's my district. That your that's district? Bear. That, that bear that's bear. That's bear, boys. <laughs> bloods, they're my bloods, West Bear. What yeah, they're my district boys. <laughs> yeah. What a mess. No Thank you, and I love you all. Love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, you know, uh, speaking of languages and dialects and stuff like that, when we when we get waxed, when we get waxed, then you know, we 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 really start to make that Caymanian twine that really, really flow. Oh my god. Somebody was saying to me the other day, I went to the bank and I was dealing with one of my favorite people in the bank. Big up yourself, you know who you are over at CNB. And she says, Sandy, do you remember me when you first came back to Cayman? Um, I used to work at this place and my ex used to work there as well. And I said, no, I don't remember you. She said, yeah, I remember you. You had not too long come back from the States and boy, you had this little proper American accent, proper American little twang. Um, and I said, oh, really? And she said, yeah. I said, huh, interesting. Um, but yes, this, this sounds like a West Bear. What he sounds like is a hot mess. So here's the story, right? I got a phone call saying that the ex-commissioner on Cayman Brack, retired now, um, was assaulted by this man after a road rage incident. But here's the craziest part of the story. You heard him there speaking, right? Cussing out people and carrying on like a lunatic. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Sandy, and how are you? Good how was your morning, weekend? darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Got a got a pain in my 
right leg, like in the calf of the leg. But that was the 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 leg that um, mm-hmm. I got um, a knee replacement. Oh, okay. So, but but that's a while ago. So getting older, so uh-huh. I, I get get little pain, get little pain. You know, they they, they don't call it um, mm-hmm. language or um, or anything. Years ago, mm-hmm. it used to be what kind of slang you talking? Mm-hmm. Slang. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to spell that. So <laughs> um, it was, what kind of slang you talking? And I still hear people say that, especially mm-hmm. the West Bears, and I am one. So <laughs> I'm not putting putting them down. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, well, Caymanians used to say that, period. Mm-hmm. But like I say, especially the West Bears. There's many countries that speak like four languages and you, and the fifth one, you, you would have to learn English. Mm-hmm. One of them is Switzerland. Mm-hmm. They, they, let, let me, let me ask you a question now though. Let, let, let's bring it back to West Bay. You heard that, um, young man there talking. What comes uh-huh. to mind when you hear someone like that? I mean... What do you think? What? Well, I mean, that sounds like a hot mess of a situation. I'm going to give you all the full story here in a second, but that sounds like a hot mess of a situation, huh? Yes, it is. And it, it's a threatening thing. Uh, it was a threatening yes. message. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I don't know if, if they, Young man was in his right mind at the time being, mm-hmm. and there is there is people that do speak like that, but mm-hmm. not in in that kind of threatening way. Mm-hmm. And and in, it's it's no reason why anyone should be including the other person, um, father or mother or parents or family or. Anything, yeah, if you want to tell really them off, off, you tell them off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But um, well, let, I, me, let me finish giving the backstory to this one because you'll find it very, very interesting and in how we arrived at this point, apparently. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. Yes, ma'am. All right, honey. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, too. And great day. Yes. Thank you, darling. So listen to this, folks. I mean, it is a little bit crazy, like I said. Uh-huh. So this guy, two, two vehicles, uh, two drivers in Kim and Brack. Now, first of all, listen to me. There is hardly any roads on the Brack. It's like one road on each side. And you could go all 10 minutes and not even pass a car. Bless your little hearts, Kim and Brackers. So it is so incredibly interesting that they would have any degree of road rage in Kim and Brack. I mean, what are y'all upset about? <laughs> Seriously, take a chill. Not only that, but not for nothing. Um, I, I don't know. This is a crazy story. So anyway, these two people driving, and he that's his version of the story that someone tried to run him over or, or overtake him or something, and he's all upset. You know, the vibe on the brack is like, let's all relax. Let's take it easy. You know, they're on a permanent vacation over there, honey, chill. What are y'all getting upset about? But, you know, this is what a person said to me. They're like, Sandy, he not no Cayman Bronco. 
Let me tell you something now. He he would have to know better. And so they have this incident. Obviously, he's upset about what transpired. He's saying, you know, his child was in the car and this person might have t- overtaken him. And he's all upset about it. Now, he actually sent this person a message. This is the daughter of um, a bracker. But he got it wrong. He got the wrong person. So he's going off of the vehicle thinking this person's the only person came back with a black Tahoe, I guess. <laughs> but as it turns out, there's more than one person in Cayman Brack with a black Tahoe. So while he messaging, you hear him calling Ashley by name, you better tell your father. Uh, well, guess what? Son, you had the wrong person completely. What a hot tamale. What a hot mess. So... You can imagine calling and threatening somebody like that, and you don't even have the right person? The story I had gotten a little bit mixed up because I thought the person said he showed up at, at the house and uh, listened to me. You know who he who was threatening? Our friend Curtis that calls into the program sometime. Retired, retired fireman. I know Curtis would have put one good, um, came and brought, beaten on him with some of them crabs we talked about the other day. Anyhow, the height of disrespect. Listen, we've all been in a little bit of a road rage situation. Somebody takes you over or overtakes you, not takes you, overtakes you or whatever. And in the moment, you know, you might, you might pop off a little word at them, drop a couple bombs, you know, this bomb, that bomb, whatever. You might flip them the finger or whatever, but that's it. You, you, you get over it. You don't send that voice message like that. Let's, let's listen to this madman again. Because I was sitting in the back of Monica, car just left from getting my child a vaccination, and your father drives f- across, overtaking people right there by the bluff road, and almost slamming to the side of us. Ashley, you will bury your f- father today, today. Oh, if I take this f- car and I go spot bay and I find this man, nope. I chop in your daddy dead in the face, and none of them can defend it. None of them can defend it. I hope on a f- know that I go in search of your father, and I'm going to chop him dead in his f- face. Remember, I tell you that. And you see worse, Ashley, if you had a car and I'm in the back of your hole in my youth. You know all I know is go dead off. I just go walk around and kill all of them, bit by bit. Wow. You talking about he been home all day? Find out who driving your ta- father Tahoe. Yeah, well, find out who the f- driving your father Tahoe, oh blood. God. You talking about he been home all day? Find out who driving your f- ta- father Tahoe like a f- idiot. And overtaking when they see people coming off the f***ing bluff road. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. This dude has anger issues, okay? Th- this, this is the kind of person who Alejandro says it sounds personal. I don't even think this dude knows Mr. Curtis like that. But this is the kind of person who will get themselves in jail because clearly the man has some temper issues. Good morning, caller. Hello? Hello? Hello, yes. You know, he sounds ignorant as hell. Yes, very ignorant. Ignorant as hell. Yes, very, very ignorant. Thank you, caller. Um, Just remember, folks, when you call into the show, please try to turn down your radio. Somebody say he must have been all charged up. But boy, this is is next level. And folks, like I said, we've all been in a situation on the road. Somebody overtakes you, you're upset, whatever. You know, you, you curse them out, whatever. I mean, listen. If you talk about you got to kill somebody and their whole entire family, you have anger issues. This is a very definition. And this is why some of y'all young people get yourselves in a world of trouble 
Um, because, you know, you go on like this and in the moment, heaven forbid, he had the capacity to do anything about this. I guess he would have done something about this. Yo, dude, get yourself some therapy. Sounds like you need it. So 28 years old, we not, we don't have his name yet, but I'm sure we'll get it soon enough. 20 year old West Bay man currently residing in Cayman Brack was arrested on Thursday after he reportedly attacked the retired district commissioner. So this, he, he, he left this, um, this message, right? Thinking it was the one person completely wrong. He found out who it really was and went and attacked the man. So according to the police, Shortly before 12.15 p.m., police responded to a report of an assault with a bladed weapon taking place in the parking lot of a restaurant on the south um, side road west. South side road west? What? What the hell? Is that right, RCIPS? South side road west? I don't even know what, what that is. Is that supposed to be south side road? West came and brought something missing there. But anyway. And arriving at the scene, police observed that Scott was on the ground. Now, he attacked uh, Mr. Ernie Scott, was on the ground near a vehicle with injuries, and a second man armed with a machete was acting aggressively towards Scott. Police arrested the 20-year-old man for assault, ABH, possession of an offensive weapon, and damage to property and recovered the machete. The injured man, it says here, uh, was transported to Faith Hospital for his injuries and was later released. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is the guy I met you yesterday. I'm sorry that I, if I called you too early this morning. Um, Teresa must call you this today. I don't know, this morning. I so, spoke to you yesterday. Sorry, what, what were you calling in reference to? Uh, I had talked to you yesterday. What happened? Because I let you know that because um, I, was, I, was I was sick and I found I got cold and cancer in my stomach. And I just was asking some assistance, but you said my score because you could have oh, talked to me. Actually, thought, you know, you yeah, we're on the radio uh-huh. right now. Um, oh. So I'm not sure if you were trying to call in on the radio. No, no. You oh. don't have a personal number to talk to you? Yeah, this this is it. But um, in the morning, I'm on air, so we get calls on this as well. So this is the number. Okay, but, so um, yeah. So you'll have to call me after the show. What time is it? No. What time is it? That'll be after 10.30. Okay, sure. Okay. okay, all right, dear. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, that young man says he has cancer and he's looking for food. He has coverage to, for hotel and whatever, but he needs food. Why doesn't NAU and Cineco just work hand-in-hand hand with this? I mean, sounds like an unusual story. All right, so Damien says now he'll spend time in prison and not see his son as much. Uh, when keeping it real goes wrong. You know, um, yes, uh, Angela says his children are going to learn this behavior. Well, they're going to learn what they're exposed to. And if this is what they're exposed to on a daily basis, Lord help us. Now you see why our children have some problems. So he's 28 years old. Um, clearly um, some anger issues some problems. Young man, take it from some older heads. Try and see <clears throat> about getting yourself some therapy. Because this level of anger where you get in messaging, you send somebody's child messages, but you want to kill the whole family over a road incident. Then you're going to turn around 
and actually go and track down the other guy and assault him with a machete? Dude, you're lucky that the charges that you're facing is only assault GBABH. It should probably be more than that. Now, this voice note alone should allow the police to add to some charges. Because threatening somebody like this is actually against the law. RCIPS, tack on a few more. And somebody, I don't know who his, who this dude family to in West Bay, but can somebody please try and get this kid some anger management? Like, I hope that the judge will actually um, order as part of his sentencing, if he's convicted, some or, some anger management courses. Because clearly, based on that voice note, this man has some problems. And I'm not, I'm not joking about this. And this is the kind of thing that will get you in trouble. Imagine if he had rolled up on Mr. Curtis. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Curtis probably would have, he rolled up on some old man. I don't know how old Mr. Ernest Scott is, but poor him. He is retired. So, you know, he probably up in his sixties. You can imagine the audacity of a 28 year old man attacking some man who is like in his sixties, maybe even seventies. Dude, you got to do better. You have got to do better than this. Like them old people say you need a, you know, what kind of lick? No, sir. Mm-mm. What a mess. Mr. Ernie, we're wishing you a full recovery. And boy, I don't know what to say. Them came and brackers um, are so upset that people like this are intruding on their space. Because let me be very, very clear now. He not from Cayman Brackina. And we have this issue where, unfortunately, a lot of people from Grand Cayman, they, um, you know, run to Cayman Brack um, and find themselves getting in all sorts of trouble. And not only that, not only they're running to Cayman Brack, getting themselves in all sorts of trouble, Sometimes the very reason that they're going to Cayman Brat is, um, as we would say, for nefarious reasons. Y'all know what that means. Uh, my, by my records here, I just did a quick search. Mr. Ernie is about 68 years old. He'll be 68 this year, I believe. Come on, dude. You're 28. So a man who is um, 40 years your senior, you're going to go and attack him? You're not a man. You're, you're a little boy. I mean, Really? Picking somebody your own age group or something. So despicable and so sad. Mm-mm. Unbelievable. Um, but, you know, this this is what we are dealing with in our communities, uh, folks. We've got Caymanians who are uh, aggressive, who clearly need counseling. Uh, and like I was saying, a lot of them now... Go to Kim and Brat for the drugs. Uh-huh. The drug um, network in Kim and Brat is so free to access and w- with so little monitoring that uh, a lot of Caymanian undesirables and straight up criminals go to Kim and Brat in order to hide out there. And they'd be breaking into people's homes, people's vacation homes. 
they're there getting into the coquine and everything else, the coquina and all that stuff. And it's just crazy. Uh-uh. Shaka Zulu says many Caymanian young folks have a problem with conflict resolution. It's because it just hasn't been taught. Uh, nobody's teaching these young people how to deal with their feelings. Everybody has feelings, you know. And trust me, some people, you know, you'll get upset. Of course, I know. But you got to keep it under control. Like that, this is an extreme case of like, what the heck is going on here? So um, he's going to jail. Hate to tell you, but he's also very stupid sending all that voice notes. Yeah, strong. Well, you know what? You know what kind of lick they say you can get? Uh-huh. The B word. Um, so yeah, you know, listen. When you don't know how to communicate and you can't, you know, I don't know. Not only did he obviously um, you know, have more than enough to say. But he also physically attacked a senior Caymanian. And to me, that's horrible. That's very, very egregious. And I'm sorry to hear that uh, an elderly member of our community was assaulted as a result of this, whoever this young man is and his nonsense. All I can tell you is he lucky because I tell you what. Mm-mm. He would have rolled up on some other seniors and gotten a very different response. You threatening people and tie your family and think people are going to take that for a joke. Yeah, boy. You think he's still in West Bay? Them came on Brockers would make him disappear so quick. He might not know what happened. Mm-mm. Take it somebody somewhere else, honey, child. Take it somebody else. Um, Someone is saying with that voice note, couldn't it be elevated to attempted murder? Well, unfortunately, no. Um, although he made threats to kill people, threats to kill does not make it attempted murder. So the act of attempted murder would have to be uh, much more serious um, injuries and so forth for it to elevate to that high. So the words alone is not the actus reus required for attempted murder charges. Right, if that makes any sense. So there's very different criteria that are required for an attempted uh, murder charge. Um, Alejandro says that conflict resolution is not taught in the schools and anymore. Our affirmation is more important, apparently. Did they ever teach you guys conflict resolution? I'm just wondering. JD says, I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Alejandro says, no Sandy in West Bay. Uh is a dead man already or seriously injured if he was in West Bay. <laughs> JD says, brat, brat mafia, they say. You can imagine. And Damien said, on top of that, an ex-district commissioner. Well, you know, these young people don't have no respect for nobody, some of them. Oh, my God. They don't care if you're the former premier, president, nothing. They just goes on with the most ridiculous kind of behavior. Uh-huh. And again, that comes down to um, what our young people have been taught and what they're up to, you know? I don't know, honey, chill. Um, no respect, no manners, no nothing. They're on a different level completely. Mm -mm -mm. 
So sad. All right, now let me see here now, honey chair. Let me see here now. Mm-hmm. So Pat says mediation and conflict resolution should be taught in schools at all levels. Where are life skills in our curriculum, Minister? Strong Will Will says that man should have been his father or grandfather. No respect. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, he probably has no respect for his family, his own relatives either. You know, sometimes when you listen to people, you know that they ain't got no respect for nobody, honey child. Mm-hmm. So he probably would speak to his own grandfather like that. You can imagine. No, sir. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to. How do you send somebody a message? Um, okay. All right. Uh, Alejandro says, oh, yes, I was taught and I got in a lot and I got in a lot of fights. So you were taught conflict resolution, but you still got in a lot of fights. What a hot mess. Shaka Zulu says that's a learned lesson at home and in kindergarten. Um, Alejandro says, so it ended with me in counseling and stopped fighting in John Gray. Lack of respect for all authority, says uh, Miss Pat. All right. Hot mess. Okay. So the other big um, story that came out of the weekend um, was this situation at Orrin Roberts International Airport. On uh, Friday. So Valerie, good morning, Miss Valerie, says anyone can get angry, but a person of stronger character can control themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I get using a few words here and there and popping off a little bit, but that was next level crazy. So apparently we got word on just as it happened. I just happened to run into someone who was just at the airport and they're like, oh my God, Sandy. Did you hear what happened to this Delta flight? I was like, a Delta flight? What happened? They said one of the staircases. Like, when they first said it to me, my brain was like, what? I was trying to process exactly what they actually said to me. Because I'm like, what? Something ran into a plane? How, uh, how does that happen? We got some footage, honey, chill. Have a look at this. So this is... From another flight, and the staircase it's turned over and it's poking underneath. So it somehow managed to run into a Delta plane. What the hell? You better get a fire truck out here. Oh my gosh, yes, sir. So it's smoking, and I don't think this was smoking. We saw on Friday morning that was a that was a fire service um, exercise, apparently. But yeah, look at this! Wow, the guy is standing there with the fire extinguisher in his hand. Using it anyway. Um, I don't know if he did before the video. I think they started. should get us. They should definitely get us off the plane like now. So this person like this should before get that thing catches fire. So that person was actually concerned that they're on the plane and that a fire might actually start. Good morning, caller. 
Hello. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Hello, uh, this is Robson Simpson. I'm, I'm calling about the email that I followed up with earlier. Uh, yes, I'm actually trying to find this email that you're making reference to. Um, I was looking through yesterday's messages. I didn't see anything. So I'm just trying to pinpoint where exactly this email might be. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I, mean, I sent it yesterday. I kind of sent it from my uni email. But so is, did you actually found. fill out the contact form on the website? Is that how it was sent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior to website, prior to contact form. Okay. I think that's actually forwarded to different email. Okay, okay, okay. Um, do you want to tell us what it's about? I mean, since we've got you on the phone, we might as well hear. Yeah, what so, it's... Um, mm-hmm. well, currently I'm a university student and I yes. live with two people from the Cayman Islands, uh, Kieran Dunn and Luke Hennings. Okay. And um, I basically I was looking at house properties there because uh-huh. for like a potential move. And I was pretty disgusted by some of the abhorrent language that they use on the website to kind of target what seems to be sort of rich investors to come to the island and sort of disres- disregard Cayman Nationals. Oh. So in the, in the um, link that I sent you on the email. They, oh, yes, um, I'm looking at it now. Perfect neighborhood for gentrification, uh-huh. which is it's pretty, it's pretty disgusting language, really. So you say, this is what you say in your message. You said, I'm pursuing the, um, I'm perusing, sorry, the below link advertising a property within South Sound. I found the choice of words, namely the charm of a neighborhood full of gentrification to be quite alarming and frankly distasteful. The advertisement is clearly aimed towards non-residents as can be seen in the FAQ section. Please review and tell me what you think. Personally, I believe uh, this is an inherent abomination and flaw within our islands we cannot be preferentially offering our real estate and our land to non-residents especially advertising gentrification on as a selling point disgusting so this is actually a cereba link and i'm just gonna have a look at it here it's a property for eight hundred seventy thousand dollars. springfield's number six renovated three bedroom plus a den and you say that in the actual description here, I'm going to have a look at it. Um, they use the term gentrification. Yeah, they use the term gentrification, which it like as a setting point, it's not a, a very good word to use. Obviously, the Cayman Islands being a very diverse place, and then you're basically trying, trying to sell it to investors, being like, "Well, this is a better area because there's less certain people there." Hmm. Let me just, um, I'm just having a look at the description. Um, Yes. As you approach the property, you'll be greeted by the charm of a neighborhood full of gentrification where historical developments meet modern convenience. Huh. This is (laughs) very, very interesting. Um, So your feeling on this is that this really does go too far. Yeah, so if you um, then go down further to page, the FAQ, mm-hmm. some of the questions are very leading towards outside investors as well. Oh, can anyone own property? Yes, there's no restriction on foreign ownership. You can own up to three properties in your own name. After that, they'll need to have a license and your attorney can help with that. Can I get a mortgage at a Cayman Bank? If you're a non-resident, you can obtain a mortgage for the purchase. Ask your super agent. Uh, interest rates fluctuate, and then can I get Cayman Islands residency if I buy 
property. And it says the Cayman Islands government encourages investment in the island. Residencies assessed in a point system considering factors such as occupation, financial stability, and local investments, thus owning properties considered advantageous to the process. Um, that's only two, three FAQs that I see. Huh. Um, and it's interesting that you make this observation as some, how, how long have you lived in the Cayman Islands? Hello? Uh, well, me myself, I've not lived in the oh, Cayman Oh, you're not here yet. Okay. Lived, yeah, yeah, so I'm in the UK, but I live with two people who are Cayman nationals. Mm. Oh, I see. And we were just looking around at the different housing uh, properties, see what's available, see, yeah, because it's a very nice island. Mm-hmm. And then we just flicked down to the description, and then we saw sort of yeah, that language. And we thought, well, this just isn't right. Yeah. All right. Let's let's give the the real estate agent a call. You think he wrote this, or you think it was somebody else at Remax? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But let's see. If, let's see if we can reach out to him. Uh, I don't see his actual number listed here. But let's see if we can give Remax a call because I wonder if this is, I don't know who would have written this for them, but it is quite interesting. Well, I imagine it would be the estate agent because the one's obviously selling the property, but we'll see. Yeah. Huh. All right. Thanks for bringing it to our attention. We appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. All right, my dear. Have a good one. Yes, you too. See you later. All right, darling. So really interesting that people all the way in the UK are reading this going, what? The what? Huh. Let's let's give Remax a call because I'm I'm curious. Who who's running Remax these days? Uh who's like the top honcho over there? I have no idea. Well, let's give them a call. Mm-hmm. Who's good morning, caller? Not bad. You trying to call the radio? Good morning. Thanks yeah. for calling me uh, back to Cayman Island. Yeah, one second. Hi, good morning. Um, who is the perhaps the office manager over there at Remax these days? Um, by office manager, do you mean the overall head? Or do you mean yeah, I don't. Yeah, I honestly day don't day? know who's head of Remax anymore. But you know, um, who, um, okay. Let me let me forward you through to my office. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, you're you're most welcome. Is it still Mr. Um, what's his name? Interesting that they're playing by Marley. Is Kim Lung still in charge of things? Is it James Boval? Oh, it's probably James. Uh oh. How did we get disconnected? Let me try James Boval directly. Uh, I think he might be as close to the head honcho as you can get. Kim Lun, I think he's, isn't he retired these days? I know he'd had an injury some years back. Good morning. You've reached the Bovell team. How may I help? Hi, good morning. Is it possible to speak to James Bovell? He's currently in a meeting. Can I take a message or help with anything? Sure. Can you ask him to give Sandra Hill a call, please? 
Yes. Um, is he considered like head of Remax these days? Like who who's the top honcho over at Remax? It'd be him and Kim Lund. Yeah, yes, mom. Okay, all right. Three, two, four. Okay, what's your? Uh huh. Sixteen, twelve, or nine two. Oh, two, two, four, sixteen. Yeah, yeah nine, uh -huh. three, six, two, six, two, six. Nine, two, six. Nine, three, six, two, six, two, six. Oh, sorry. Okay, got it. <laughs> two, six, two, six. Okay. Yeah. All right, Miss Sandra, I'll let him know to get you a call. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. We just have a question right. um, about an ad. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. No problem. Thank you. Okay. Bye. You have a good day. Bye bye. You too. All right. Thanks. Um. Huh. Interesting. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Some <laughs> very very interesting words that we'll use for sure. So for those of you who don't know what the issue is with the use of the term gentrification, let me break it down for you. It's a process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in, improving housing, attracting new businesses, often displacing current inhabitants in the process. An example they give of the use of the word, an area undergoing rapid gentrification. The process of making someone or something more refined, polite, or respectable. What a hot mess. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Honey, chill. What is wrong with these people? Oh, my God. Just breathe. Take a moment, y'all, and breathe. Uh, Shaka Zulu says they don't expect locals to know the meaning of that word, laughing out loud. I guess. <laughs> That's why I had to define it, just in case y'all missing something. Oh, honey, chill. Damien says it's the same with jobs and advertisements and interviews. It's racism and gentrification is another example. <sighs> what a mess. Uh, Darlene says it's sad to hear that the caller what the caller is saying but this kind of thing has been happening um kim lun i feel like he's i don't know he, if he's active in the business i don't really know but obviously he is sort of the head honcho there over at remax um very very poor choice of words and of course there are people who are going uh, the fact that you would try to sell this property like that is beyond interesting. Pat says 2024, the year of truth telling. Leroy says they're always in a meeting. Trust me, these people meet a lot. I wonder how well, how they get anything else done. Um, ironic, yes. I, I chuckled when I heard the music, Damien. They're playing Barb Marley music as their hold uh, music. So, um, wow. Hot mess. Very, very interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit speechless, but not really surprised. There are a lot of neighborhoods, folks, that fall into this area where they are largely, um, they've been taken over as expat neighborhoods. And they, they feel a way when Caymanians moved into the neighborhood. Like, oh, you can't afford to be here. I, I have a little situation like that right now with one particular person in a neighborhood group. And I have yet to fully address her. 
she's all up in her feelings because she was featured with her sloppiness um, in a court case. She's featured in CMR. So she tries to take these little indirect jabs at me in the group. And I keep saying to myself, honey child, these people don't know you. They don't know the Georgetown girl, but you know, I'm trying to maintain my cool. You know, they think that they're the only people who can afford a little million dollar house, apparently, which she got through the Cayman in that she had to jump on and get married to. I was like, girl, please don't draw me out because I will tell you about your drunken behind and that you should take it back to whatever hole in the wall you come from elsewhere because you know nobody where you came from. So a lot of these people who come here talking about gentrification and, you know, they have to reinvent themselves when they come to the Cayman Islands. Let me be very, very honest. Most of them are nobody where they came from. It's only since they've come here and they can get a job in some of these firms and make decent money that they can even afford a home of that caliber. Otherwise, they'd be living council housing back in the UK. Like I said, please don't get me started. Denny, good morning. Morning. Unfortunately, most Caymanians are okay with allowing it to happen. What a mess. But Sandra. Yes, caller. Sandra, I just want to be clear. The, the the man who called in from the UK, I mean, what is his issue? Is his issue that the comment was posted by well, an well, his, agent or, or is his the issue, issue the fact that is this what he says? That's the perception because well, that's what it is. Yeah, this is what he says. He says that he found the words, namely the charm of a neighborhood full of gentrification to be quite alarming and frankly distasteful. The advertisement is clearly aimed towards non-residents, as can be seen in the FAQ section. Please review and tell me what you think. Personally, I believe that there's an inherent abomination um, and flaw within our islands. Um, well, obviously, he doesn't live here, but we cannot be preferentially offering uh, real estate and land to non-residents, especially advertising gentrification as a selling point. But Sandra, Sandra, stop, stop. But re read between the lines right here. You just said that he doesn't he doesn't even live in Cayman. I suspect. What is he using within our island? This is what I think. What is he, he says that he lives at two Caymanians, right? So I think in typical Caymanian fashion, those Caymanians themselves don't want to speak out. They're probably university students on a scholarship and he's their roommate or, you know, that one family to the little person in Cayman Brack. As usual, Caymanians don't want to speak out. They can't find their voice. So they're well, setting up we, the well, English we, guy we, to, to message on their behalf because um, in the message, it just says our land, right? Um, flaw within our islands and our real estate and our land. So I think yeah, like, Sandra, they wrote it, but then he's signing his name to it. But but that's what I was just going to say. I mean, you, we're, we're only assuming, taking him at his word, that he lives with two other Caymanians. The fact of the matter is, is his name on it. Mm -hmm. You understand? So when he says our land, what is he talking about? He doesn't own anywhere in Cayman yet, as far as we know. Mm -hmm. But therein, but therein, but therein lies the problem. A lot of people come to Cayman and they feel that they are owed. A lot of people come to Cayman and they feel like they already are masters of Cayman. Mm -hmm. Look at what happened the other day with the what, what's the name of the lady? Well, I wouldn't even call her lady. The woman, what's her name? Um, oh, Karen. The one that spit. The one that spit in the other woman. Yeah, the Kenny. Other Kenny. Ke Penny. Penny Bird. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's the one. And and our police, somebody can't do nothing about it because the victim hasn't come forward. You understand? Like, like if this is the mentality, and somebody puts it in an ad saying gentrification, and he's going to take such issue with it, and he's going to call in 
So it wasn't mm-hmm. the other Caymanians that are calling in. It's him calling in. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I think that that speaks volumes. Well, I mean, it's, I think it speaks volumes about us not necessarily having the backbone that we need to have either. Well, exactly. you know what? I <laughs> this think person says you're 100% correct about uni students and scholarships because they're afraid. You know, they, they have to come back in this community and live in this community, and they may have to go to Remax to try and get a job, although obviously they're not making them answer the phone. Somebody says, why can't they have a Caymanian receptionist? And I was looking at their sales team, and I must say the sales team looks interesting. So Call it what it is, Andrew. This is the cold hard truth. What do you mean by interesting? Let's just talk, say that I, I, I wish I could see more Caymanian faces in real estate. And when I say that, I don't mean the Johnny come latelys like the William Squared people. That's really not who I'm talking about. And I have a lot of friends in real estate um, who are not Caymanians, and I don't have anything against those people. What I'm saying is I would love to see more Caymanians in real estate. Our people. Yes. So when I when I go and look at the website and I see all the agents at Remax, I'm like, mm, okay, I see one two little Caymanians, but it sure isn't a lot. Well, as a Caymanian, I'll go on the record and say I was offended by this man's email. You were offended by the email and not offended by I'm, the Remax advert? Nope, nope. I'm offended by his email talking about our lands. That's not for him. But let let us assume, caller. I want you to put your mind to the fact that those are Caymanian University students who wrote that. And he's just pinning his name to it. Because doesn't that, doesn't that have you think a little bit differently about the situation? That they're simply well, afraid to I speak mean, out? Well, Sandra, again, we're just assuming we're taking him at his words when he says that he lives with two other Caymanian students. Well, I mean, his we, name is yes, on it. We, we have to take his name is on it. His name is on it. Okay. I mean, if even it's their words, he's endorsing it, right? Well, he's allowing them to the very minimum use his email and his name. There you go. All right. Thank you very much. Um, Danny? We sit down and we allow ourselves to be defeated in so many ways. I it, like, I, I mean, it's so discouraging to be on Team Coward. Team Coward? <laughs> team Coward. Hey, man, it's Team Coward. Mm-hmm. We're afraid of our own shadow. Mm-hmm. This mm. is ridiculous. Mm, mm, mm. If we sit down and we allow this stuff to continue, mm-hmm. we will find ourselves looking through the window mm-hmm. at the party going on inside that we're not invited to. Call mm. the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. I, I just Al, hope that Caymanians wake up. Thank you, Denny. Al says it started with segregation slash Jim Crow laws in America, redlining, went into the suburbs and then gated communities. Welcome to the Cayman Islands. The Cayman kind is selective. Janae says, I thought he'd be offended at the ad. Damien says Caymanians are not interested in learning real estate, the same um, as rising up in hospitality. There is money to be made. What a hot mess. Morning, Hunter. Miss Darlene, what's your take on this? Yes. I just want to agree 100% with what you're saying, Sandy. Mm-hmm. This is the situation, and like what Danny just said, we are too afraid. This is what's killing us. We mm-hmm. need to come out and speak. Now, I can sympathize with these young Caymanians. 
veteran yes. university this guy has no reason to i don't think he have a reason to lie yeah it would, it would be weird for him, him to just pick up on this yeah yeah he don't have he just i think like what you said they wrote the email mm -hmm. and because of fear they asked this person mm -hmm. to actually bring it forward and there we go again that's why i tell you when we hear a Caymanian, especially young people speak do not tell them not to speak mm -hmm. we brought up with the same about don't speak when you listen no yes. encourage don't speak till you're spoken to and all kind of foolishness right so this is where this is coming from and it's not broken tell them speak what's on your mind there's uh -huh. a way to do everything anytime a child especially come up to you uh -huh. don't ignore them yeah. tell them to speak their mind we need to change this whole thing about mm -hmm. we are afraid they don't come on the radio but then they'll call you mm -hmm. and call me and call other people and say can yep. you bring up this subject all, I the, said, all no. the time i have I my have messages flooded every day can you speak yeah, on this can you call, speak on that don't, thank you you have a voice you can use your voice we all are not perfect we all are entitled to our opinions but this is what i'm saying don't call me to bring your your thing forward i know i speak for myself because only me can defend myself and master jesus so yeah this what danny said and you said it is true this young man probably was um you know look at this um, point not that he might not have interest to him buying but he's saying our island as this is how i take it that he is like he say roommates or flatmates of caymanians mm -hmm. simple as that Anyway, we, we need to encourage our people to talk, to speak, especially how they feel. And we have a good day, Kimmy. Good. All right. Thank you, my darling. Um, wow. But let, let's clarify though. I'll ask the young man. Hold on a second. I'm gonna ask him a few more questions here about how he came to um, you know, when he says when he says that they're um housemates or roommates or whatever, I'm assuming that they're probably students but you know maybe they live there i don't know um let's get let's ask a few more questions let's see hello hello yes hi hello it's, there it's me again <laughs> so we hello. just we just had a we just had a few questions we had a caller who was kind of suspicious uh, he was like, well, why would you be the one as an Englishman, so to speak, who's never lived in the Cayman Islands or whatever? Why would you be bringing up this very Caymanian issue? So can you perhaps give us some insight? I'm assuming, are, are your roommates uh, university students? Yeah, yeah. so they're here on um, the scholarship from the Cayman Islands. And um, obviously, well, I've known them for about three years. So we, we talk about the Cayman Islands a lot. Uh -huh. And um, we were just around the houses. And then when we saw this popped up, we were just talking amongst ourselves about how kind of awful it is. Yes. And then we were like, we'll, we'll write into you because obviously. Yeah. Um, you're, you're yeah. Because I mean, the, the language speaks as though your roommates probably wrote it when they talk about our land and our islands. And then you just basically put your name to it. So to protect their identity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so we all talked um, and like kind of wrote out um and then yeah i kind of forgot to obviously change the words like our land and things like that yeah um because it kind of just came from their mouths um so yeah that's basically what happened yeah so there's nothing nefarious going on with you 
No, 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 nothing nefarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I'm assuming that your Caymanian roommates are just hesitant to speak out because it is such a small place and at some point they have to return home. Yeah, I think that's just it. I think with it just being so small, um, it can easily kind of trace back to them. So I think they kind of want to mm-hmm. remove themselves name-wise, but they still feel very strongly about this and they're sort of using me as a as sort of a voice. Mm-hmm. To kind of push it through. Yep. All right. That's what I figured, but I just wanted to ask a few more clarifying questions. Thank you so much. No, that's all right. Feel free to ring if you've got any more questions. All right. Thanks, too. All right. Thank all righty. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed logical to me that that's probably exactly what was going on. Listen, our people live in fear. And I'm telling you, I get so many messages on a regular, regular, regular basis um, I got one the other day from a young lady. Oh my gosh. I, I might have to try to find that one. She's like, can you bring up this topic on your show? I think that one is, was about work from, like I get stuff all the time and yes, you know, Caymanians are listening. Um, and I have a lot of people, not just Caymanians, but tons of people say, I listen, I'm listening all the time, but I don't call in. I'm quiet. I don't call in, you know, and it's unfortunate when um, Caymanians are the ones who, in their own country, feel like they don't even have the right to be vocal about any of this stuff. Um, that, that saddens my heart because I think, man, if you can't speak in your own country, <laughs> where are you going to go and speak up? You know, but I also understand the small-mindedness, if you will, um, of this place and I understand the price that one might have to pay for being a bit more vocal. And not everybody feels like they're in a position to do that. Hmm. I'm trying to find that message I got over the weekend. Somebody said, can you bring this up on your show, please? Um, And you know what is so interesting? I even have somebody sent me some video this morning, said West Bay... Um, bypass. They actually sent me a video footage of it. Um, oops. Hold on a second here. It says Westway Bypass uh, to Shores Lights out on the main road. Good morning, caller. Yes, good morning. Tell, good morning. Den- tell Danny, yeah, we're going to be outside looking in. We're not getting no, um, no chocolate caramel icing cake. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, what was that? You were saying people, yes, but you know how much people want me to call to say things that they, that's what Ms. Stevenson had told me, want me to call in to say things that they would like to be aired, but they're afraid. I said, ah, I'm not a stool pigeon. I want to air what I think not right and why I want. I got to talk for myself. Mm-hmm. No, they're not saying me or whatever. I got, like, they, like you would say, they're not going to honest or whatever to call in and, and then they call me big mouth and I tell them I think that's the thing that, that to get benefit out when mm-hmm. I get it they can get it but mm-hmm. I don't mind that but if I see like action man you to see if they see something and it's not right something but that's how people are they 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 afraid to speak their um mind mm-hmm. or whatever afraid people but no sir but like I say, if I see something and there are no something that I do like, I talk about it. They mm-hmm. say, let it out. Don't keep it in. Make it kill you. Let, get it off your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, All right. Helps. 
That's what people are. Thank you so much, caller. Ms. Jackie says, it seems everything is upsetting and offending. This term could just be met its area that is being fixed up and met for people who can afford it. Well, I, I think the point, which is a fair point, is that um, even, even the FAQ section is geared towards people who are um, obviously not Caymanians, like, oh, is this going to help me get points for PR and that sort of thing. There was only three FAQs for this, and all three of them seem to be um, geared towards a particular set of individuals being you know, non-Caymanians in reference to the property. I think it's a fair criticism, Jackie. Um, I think Natasha said, well, you know, gentrification is not always bad. Um, Al says that we sold out a long time ago. That's true, too. But I think there's something to be said for the fact that if you think of certain neighborhoods and they're not predominantly Caymanian neighborhoods at all, because Caymanians, you know, aren't part of that <laughs> gentrification, I think that that's sad. There needs to be, this, this is the Cayman Islands. And so there needs to be um, more diversification, in my opinion, all over. Now, let's also be very, very clear. Um, the haves and the have-nots, even amongst our own people, our Caymanians tend to run a, along certain lines and stuff as well. You know, so that's something to contemplate. Damien says, if you speak out, you get blacklisted. Michael, good morning, says guy on the phones, likely offended by his own shadow. <laughs> Take it from a Brit. People like him is totally wrong. Is People like him is what's totally wrong, either the UK. Well, Michael, I think, again, um, this was probably the Caymanians who were offended by this, but they're just using their English roommate to get the message across. Um, Soka says that, did he live with Caymanians or with people who have become Caymanians? No, like I said, he's living with Caymanian University students. Mellow Fellow says, why focus on the messenger while ignoring the substance of the message? I disagree with the previous caller who went after the person co-signing the message while ignoring that horrors of the message. Alejandro says, are same Caymanians shouting out young Caymanian voices, though, and expect us to listen to them. My God, my God, to hell with politics and capitalism when it not cater to Caymanians. Michael says, ask him what his parents do for a living, where he lived and grew up. Um, Shaka Zulu says, at Mellow Fellow, you're absolutely right. Uh, Charles, Damien, sorry. Says, imagine we have no voice and a foreigner has more, especially their nationality. I think y'all are starting to miss the forest for the trees this morning. Good morning, Danny. To hell with to hell with capitalism. <laughs> what are they gonna replace it with? <laughs> oh my god. I, I, have a good day. Pat says that muzzled mentality in our community contributes to a lack of courage. Parents, let's continue to build this in our children. Courage. And I agree even with Miss Darlene Manzanares. I think as Caribbean people for far too long, we have grown up um, not ever having a voice, even within our own households. 
So we are very, very, um, uh, you know, I, I often think it's part of our slave mentality history where we raise children as though they themselves have no opinions. They have no voice. You tell them don't, don't speak until you're spoken to. Like there's so many um, phrases and ways in which we treat children that is indicative of our communities at large. And ultimately it actually causes a lot of problems in my opinion later on in life. Um, why are people don't speak up? It's no wonder, you know, if you were born in a household where your voice was constantly muzzled and nobody even listened to you, um, what do you expect when you get in the workplace? You're not going to, you, you don't just find courage. Where's Charles Whitaker this morning? Charles Whitaker is always talking about Caymanians being some of the biggest cowards in the world, in his opinion. But Charles always says it so eloquently. Let's see if I can get Charles on the phone this morning. Charles, Charles is going to school y'all this morning. Hold on now. He always says it. He said, the, the, the good Lord can't use cowards. So y'all tell me you're Christians, but you must remind yourself that the good Lord said he not got a use for cowards. Mm-hmm. Let me see where Charlo is this morning. Jeffrey says, good morning, Miss Sandra. Can you tell me in the rental terms and conditions here on the island, does place rent by the head Hello. on island? And thank you. Hey, Charles, what's up, buddy? What's up, Sandra? I'm on the radio. How are you? I'm all right. We were here talking about Caymanians and being cowards. And of course, your many, many, many voice notes came to my mind this morning. And I said, we need to hear some good gospel from, from Charles on this. Um, you all often talk about Caymanians being cowards. G give, us, give us some schooling here today. Well, Sandra, that is, that is um, absolutely the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny how we claim to be a Christian nation and Caymanians are led by fear. Mm. And God and fear cannot coexist. In fact, the Bible tells you that the, the fearful and the faithless, the lake of fire is where they got to go. Mm -hmm. Sandra, it's almost, it's, almost it's, a, it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't, I still say these messages every now and then because. As I, so then when I, I, I be thinking so much about things and I don't say that, that's why I send you such long messages at times. Mm -hmm. Some of the time, our people, our people are just refused to wake up and act with a sense of courage. And the idea that we seem to have of individualism, we don't fail, we fail to understand that our strength lies in our unity. Mm -hmm. You know, once we are one on one, we're like birds on our way, easily being picked off. Yeah. It is. It is. We we need to. We need to grow a spine. Our country is being overrun mm. by people from the outside. We we've been outnumbered. Now they can put together. People don't even. Our people refuse Sandra to to enlighten their minds. Mm -hmm. Many believe that having gone to university and got a degree, that learning stopped there. Mm -hmm. But that only prepares you. They have to build to the read, right? But real education is enlightenment. Now people refuse to enlighten their minds, mm -hmm. enlighten themselves so they can act, so they can act boldly and courageously, and understand that justice must be for all of us and not just us. And this mm -hmm. is what this this idea of individualism 
is killing us. That's what we say. We're so afraid. And we lie. We, we don't stand for anything. We don't stand for justice and fairness and equity and balance. If we see an injustice happening to Sandra, mm -hmm. we say, well, that's Sandra and Marlon problem. Mm -hmm. uh, that is not my problem. I'll give you a perfect example. When you had to go to court mm -hmm. for that situation, right, with that guy, we're, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All of these people, these parents mm -hmm. who are writing you letters, yeah, to tell, come out and tell their story, to fight for them, mm -hmm. and you put yourself on the line, Sandra, and not one of those parents, not one showed up to the courthouse to say, Judge. I didn't have the courage to tell my story, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that was my child. Your Honor, it happened to me, sir. She's not making up the story. It happened to me. I got friends. It happened. Nobody came. None of those people came. And, you know, mm -hmm. this is the problem. We, we are a spineless nation of people. That's why everybody comes to Cayman and act as if they belong and we don't. You don't have to tell Cayman and Sandra. That they're mm -hmm. inferior. But if there's no inferior corner, Caymanians will create one. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You remember when the situation was going on with Mike Adam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of us were, I can give you two, two points out of that. All of us were down there fighting for Mike. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the Caymanian gentleman, Mr. Crosby, and, 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 the, and the other guy mm -hmm. who were blocking the road, and Crosby was facilitating and blocking the road, Mm -hmm. When Mike got up, we fighting for Mike. Mm -hmm. the, the man, his his children was was seen on video stoning Mike's house mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and threatening to bring harm to Mike. Yes. And Mike raised his arm at the man. He hit the man. He raised his arm at the man. Yes. And Mike was arrested for this, and all of us down there fighting for Mister Adam. Mm -hmm. And what was the? You remember what was the first thing Mike said when he got up? I don't remember what he said, but I remember him being conciliatory towards this person who'd been tormenting him and his family for years. Exactly. He said, I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. First, I want to thank the police, and I don't have a problem with Crosby. Crosby and I are friends. Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, so what the hell am I doing here? I remember that. What am I doing here? What are we doing here? Mm -hmm. That's the cowardice in us that we feel we have to go along to get along. <laughs> mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we have to, we are the victims and we have to stand up. We're so coward and spineless that we stand up and say that the man who is tormenting us and who's facilitating my tormentors and trumping them up mm. is my friend. And I, I and I thank the police. Who refused to do anything to the man who's, who has his children stoning my house and threatening to kill me or to mm -hmm, harm me? Mm -hmm. to kill me to harm him. And I raised my hand and they arrest me, and I am in court. Mm. The next thing I want to remind you mm -hmm. you remember that night I said it was me who said, Do we got inside there? Mm -hmm. All the Caymanians came in, they sat at the, the second. This is fill up the second to last row, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. last row, and decide to start making a, the third row through the wall, mm -hmm. laying up on the wall. Some of them stayed outside. It was me who got up and said, "Look, look over there. Look at all the foreigners over there. They come in. They take a seat up front. Mm 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Caymanians, you guys sit in the back of the room like a bunch of cowards and I come up front. Mm -hmm. This is our country. Mm -hmm. You see, life is your black border now. Mm -hmm. And if you fail to write on your black border, it doesn't mean nobody not gonna write on it. They just gonna write you out of it. Sandra, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sandra, there's so much going on in Cayman. I, I have an issue myself that I got an issue myself. Right? I guess I I I'm never going into that right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's in regards to my own business and attempts being made. You understand? But 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 I know the one that can walk away and say, I gotta leave it to God. Hmm. You see, listen, when Jesus walked into the temple and he saw they turned his father's house in the den of thieves, he didn't fall to his knees and pray to his father, you know. He fall, he stood up and he fought and he overturned the table. He grabbed a whip and he whipped them and he ran them out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, we got we have to have courage. Mm -hmm. We have to stand up for something. We have to reach the, the intelligence that an injustice against one of us is mm -hmm. an injustice against all of us. We have to realize that we Sarah, let me show you something. They'll be the dumbest people God created. Came mm -hmm. on we have allowed our country ourselves in our own country to be outnumbered by outsiders mm. i guarantee you there's not another race of people on the face of the earth who has allowed themselves to be outnumbered by foreign nationals mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we we chase after the wicked and we like exploitation so much sandy mm. that we stand we re-elected the minister and the government for a second term who put a $6 an hour minimum wage in place to create crime, poverty, and Caymanian deprivation. Mm -hmm. while, other, and, and while other people can work and send us $6 in our home and, and, and take something of that and be able to transfer it to their money and it be more, the Caymanian are going to place to send it a gallon of gas to $6 in a dollar. It's $6 in Cayman. Mm -hmm. The Cayman has mm -hmm. no way to convert his money. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he convert it. If he convert the UK money, he can get less for it. If he, he can't convert it to no um to no place else other than the US, right? Mm -hmm. Then we get a little more for it. In places we get less for it, you know what the scene. Mm -hmm. But yet we re-elected this government. And I heard Cayman say, at least now we got a minimum wage. That mm -hmm. minimum wage create has created Cayman in disenfranchisement. Mm -hmm. Look at how we have allowed. There's no trade schools. We got all this money being given to the police. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, and I tell you, I can say no that you called me. I can say what I told you privately. Mm -hmm. The greatest threat to the Cayman Islands, the peace and civility in the Cayman Islands, is the police. Mm -hmm. We have a police force that is foreign national predominantly. It's not a country. Mm -hmm. And they have mm -hmm. no love for the country. Mm -hmm. You understand? It's not their country. Sandy, if I didn't take care of my house, what makes you think I take care of yours? Mm -hmm. What makes you think I could take care of yours? Mm -hmm. But somehow we seem, I mean, we seem to keep in every week, the only places that Caymanians are the majority, mm -hmm. we're the first to be last and the last to be first and in prison. Mm -hmm. Those and the cemetery, those are the places that we lead the way. In our own country, look look at development going on. Where the trade schools? 
where are the trade schools? But we constantly developing up and developing up, but nobody's thinking what when young people come out of school, they don't have a skill, they can't find a job, they go came and go to college, come back educated, or you don't have enough experience. Explain to me, Sandra, how the little white boy or white girl coming from England, Canada, or the United States are any place else. Same age is Gigi. Mm -hmm. They born the same year, went to the same university, got the same degree, but Gigi come back and they tell her, well, you don't have enough experience. Mm -hmm. But how the little girl who got all the same things, you got born the same year, you born, have the experience. Our people refuse to see discrimination. They refuse to see the anti-Caymanism that exists in the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, 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 but who... Often, who are the perpetuators and the people, and the people who who trump this up? And then the Caymanian, there's always a Caymanian in the middle of this, uh, facilitating this and trumping this up. Mm. I mean, our people are so afraid. Let me give you an example. I remember when Kenneth Bryan was sitting on a chair somewhere, mm -hmm, talking mm -hmm. about there's nothing we can do about the banks and people homes and the mortgage rates and this and that. And there's nothing we can do. Isn't Kenneth Bryan a politician? Go to sign and his office says, I am not a politician. <laughs> Isn't he a politician? Didn't well, they use a pen and paper and legislation uh -huh. in, the, in the same building to put the laws in place? But our people are so afraid. They're so lacking in courage. Uh -huh. That even when you see, even when you empower them, they don't understand the use of their power. How is it, Sandy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, 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 that we come by this idea mm -hmm. that nobody deports more people than the United States and Canada and, and the UK? But somehow we have fallen to the idea that we got criminals in Cayman from some places, from other places, and we can't deport them. You mean to tell me that we don't have the right to defend the sovereignty and the safety and security? Of our nation by mm -hmm. not important criminals by not giving criminals a free pass mm -hmm. this don't make no sense we got people that are married to caymanians if you ask them what the last name they don't look at them it's a real marriage <laughs> in here in the united states as big as this country is with 380 million people they catch these people how is it that we can't solve these problems in the cayman islands because there's nobody policing it. There's nobody trying. Mm. Because there's no courage. Courage. The lack of courage is what's killing us. And the lack of love for one another. Hunter there's says he's blaming the older generation because you guys never raised us to speak out. You always continue to break us down. So he said it's well, the older generation's fault. Well, that, some of that is true. But here is no. Here is no Sandy. Mm -hmm. well, my, my father was a Caymanian. Mm -hmm. My father didn't raise me that way. And I'll give you another, and I'll give you, and I'll give you another example. And neither was my mother. My mother would speak up. But here's another example. Yes, that is true. That can become our greatest motivation for change or our greatest excuse. It's not about choice. We are here now. And we got to decide 
that yes, we've seen, we understood the way it was, and we see the way it is, but we see the way it ought to be. And we should come to the conclusion, we should come to the conclusion, the generation today, that we want it to be, that we set an example for the generation coming after us, that we don't fall in the same footsteps, that the generation coming after us will be our children will be able to say, I don't know about the people before in my mother's times and my father's time before them, what they saw. But in my lifetime, I seen a Cayman where Caymanians stood up for Cayman and they stood up for their fellow man. And when you wronged one Caymanian, we all, they all went down there because you have wronged us all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is what it take for change. This idea that boy, that happened to Sandra, none of my business. Mm -hmm. And injustice anywhere threatens justice everywhere. I keep saying it. A man concerned about himself alone in the end gets no further than his or herself. Kaboom! Gets, gets no further than himself. And that's what's killing Caymanis. The individualism and, and, the, and, and see, it's selfishness. And selfishness mm -hmm. is cowardishness. Mm -hmm. We got to switch. We got to decide whether we truly serve God and put into practice what God said. God, the Bible tells you, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Fear is of the devil. Mm -hmm. Give us a spirit of courage, a fear of faith, and of a sound mind to get things done. It's time for us to grow up as a people. No time to make no excuse about the last generation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And thank you, brother. Okay, mankind is another thing we need to do with it. You, you haven't noticed, I have heard this said on day. Um, I heard this white lady said, oh, well, that's not Cayman time. You see, they use that foolishness. They use that Sunday to make mockery of us. Mm. Let me explain Sunday. Hey, let's say you was my wife. And I come home every day and I slap you across the face and I beat you up and curse you and don't take care of Gigi and I mistreat our child and I mistreat you. But I go out into the streets and I am kind to everybody else, good to everybody. You're saying, mm -hmm. my God, why can't I get that man at home? Look at him. Does mm -hmm. that make me kind or it makes me a damn fool? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes me a damn fool. And that's what came. We need to, we need to, listen, we need to start with kindness with our own first. Mm -hmm. We need to go out of our way to support our own Caymanians. Okay, Caymanians don't support Caymanians in anything. I know. I was a professional fighter. I fought in Cayman Sunday, if, if not a dozen times, close to it. Mm -hmm. 1,000 Caymanians, 1,000 Caymanians mm -hmm. have never come to one of my fights. Mm -hmm. 800 Caymanians have never attended one of my fights. Mm -hmm. But I promise you that had I been a foreigner, from someplace else, I would have been better supported. Well, Charles, as you well know, going back to, it must have been around 2009, I stood up and did a show. I remember um, because I actually had laryngitis my first time after doing that show. We went into four plus hours of fundraising for you to even be able to um, have a fight. That was 2005. Was it 2005? Oh yeah. gosh, you make me feel old here today. Yeah, that fight, that but, fight, that fight, that fight took place on September 30th, 2005 against Billy Lyle. Mm -hmm. And that's the fight 
Yes. Then I got the largest amount of people came to one of my fights. And, and oh my people. gosh, that's that's 18 years already. Lord have mercy, time flying by. But as you remember, you know, it was very impromptu. You expressed um, the lack of support. And I said, no, man, we, we can't do this. And I started begging people on the radio to call in and to pledge donations. Yep. And, um, you know, we I, had, I think we ended up getting pledges at least of $10,000 plus. So we, we, I, no, I got $10,000. I, I received in sponsors from different, different people, $10,000. Uh-huh. That's, that's what I, that yeah. Was so, yeah. Um, you know, I think that it, it just goes to show again that we have the ability to speak up. Um, and it doesn't have to be one or two people. People collect collectively can certainly do that. So I, I thank you. And I thank you for over the years of always, even between you and I, you know, you saw this vision of CMR long before I was willing to accept it. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny, Sandra, you call because I just would just call your name. I had just called your name. Mm. I had just called your name. We would, I was just talking about CMR. Just called your name, mm -hmm. you know. And and Sandra, this, this is where we are. We if we see, okay, I saw this. Sandra, let me tell you the, the, For the three years that I encourage you, I was just telling, telling somebody for the three years that I encourage you to do that. I did just encourage you to. Do that. I prayed for you to start. What is not came on my road? I prayed about that. Mm -hmm. I felt encouraged. And that's why. Remember, you and I would talk. We were talking at least at least twice a week. We mm -hmm. have you and I would be talking talking about political issues and the things that bother mm -hmm. us. And these, I said, Sandy, it's for you to do. And you said, No, I said, it's for you to do. So mm -hmm. I began to pray about it. And I remember when you started, you called me. You said, Charles, you're the one who encouraged me to do this, and I wanted you to be one of the first, first people I tell that I'm going to start something. I said, Good, it's about time. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is what we have to do. We we have to to wish each other well. We, and, and we don't mean we hate other people enough. And it doesn't mean that we want mm -hmm. justice only for Caymanians. I want to live in a society where I can say, give me the justice you gave to the Jamaican lady, the justice you gave to the, to the white lady, to the Filipino lady, to the Canadian, to the Englishman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want that same justice. Let us advocate for justice, but let us advocate that Caymanians are elevated in the Cayman Islands. Something is wrong in our society. In every major position in our government, Sandy, you know soon. Hold on, before I go, you know soon enough, right? Mm -hmm. That we are going to be taken over politically. Mm -hmm. You don't see it. Mm -hmm. This was one. This is what's going to happen. Remember, I told you this. I know you have lived now. I told you enough. You have seen a lot of things. I have told you have come to pass. This is how it can be done. You got the fathers and mothers who can't run, but they got their children. The third and fourth generation came onions. And they don't live among us, but they live among us. But they live in Cayman. They don't associate with us. They talk like they're from someplace else, though. They were born in Cayman, lived all their lives. And they and they behave and identify with someplace else. They, they call themselves Cayman Islanders. Not Cayman, not Caymanians, Cayman Islanders. Mm. And they're going to be able to get their children elected. And then they're going to be able to sit at home in their living room and run this country called the Cayman Islands. That's mm -hmm. what's going to happen. That's the setup. That's, that, that's the stuff coming online. What country allows itself to be outnumbered by people from outside? Well, that should be stopped a long time ago. And this idea 
said, oh, we can't, we can't deport people or the UK. We got people in Cayman Sandra that not paid their permanent residences, owed the government millions of dollars, in, in, government is owed millions of dollars in permanent residence. Sandra, if mm -hmm. I was elected, I want to be elected with a government. I got to tell everybody who's out of status, everybody who's had your permanent residency mm -hmm. for more than 12 months and you haven't made one payment, you are in order status, and I don't care who you married to. I not interfere in the family life. They got a right to, to go and live with you any place else. Mm -hmm, but you mm -hmm. can't live with them here. <laughs> and believe me, I would have Captain Gary Heights. You know, you keep that Cayman Airways running warm and take off lunch. I got to bring them down to you. They're leaving. They are leaving. We need, we need to stop being apologetic for defending our own. We, if we're not doing that, we're mm -hmm. afraid. I don't want nobody's afraid to offend us, you know. Nobody's mm -hmm. afraid to suggest that we are stupid. Nobody's afraid to pretend that, that we are nothing. You know? Mm -hmm. Nobody's afraid to tell us that. There you go again, brother. Exactly. You see where they came on time foolishness? Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we need to start at home. With our own people, we don't have to hear anybody else. I'm not preaching sure we hear anybody else, but I'm saying that I hear something gets me. I hear Caymans say this. I hear Caymanians say there's such a thing as a Filipino, there's such a thing as a Jamaican, such a thing as American. Yes, mm -hmm. they're Canadian, mm -hmm. yes, they're English, and they turn around and say, "But there's no such thing as a Caymanian." Well, my God, why should anybody else put a value on you if you put no, if you deny your very own existence? Well, that, that that's because we are not an independent country. I mean, that opens up a whole other can of worms, and Denny can constitutionally and legally explain that to you. But um, no, no, no. Th those countries it, it, it are independent what, countries, so there no, is no, such no, a thing what, in law as a Kim, as a Jamaican, and there is such a thing in law as a Filipino. But in legal no, terms, no, no, there's no, no such no, thing as a Cayman. It, it, it is just that there's nobody with the courage to stand up and defend Cayman. You remember when we had a um when we had a, um the speaker of the house was the governor? The speaker of the house was the governor. No, that must have been before my times. Yeah, well, yeah, but um the government, but no, when the governor started into the LA and um you had a, a foreign um what I call it? I remember when McKeever trying to remove him. Oh, then I'll be able to I remember he tried three times. Mm -hmm. That's first time, second time. But one morning. The father was put together and the votes moved to remove him. Mm -hmm. Because it just takes courage to do certain things. Where is the courage to stand up for Cayman? We're being run. Everybody else in Cayman from someplace else, Sandy, has the ability to get up and leave the Cayman Islands and go back to where they come from. Mm -hmm. Where? So let's see Cayman running, um, Cayman running off to the UK. If they're reading international news and paying attention, the UK is in trouble. Hmm. It's only a matter of time before they're going to be forced to make changes. All right, What's my dear. only a matter of time before they're going to be forced to make changes? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like I hear Kim and say, like I see the government writing into it, um, but um, we, you know, with financial bubbling. In a good place towards mm -hmm. them. Listen, the world, the um, the U.S. Federal Reserve the other day 
the, the American dollar is about to take a hit. When America is about to take a hit, the whole world is about to take a hit. Mm -hmm. And places like the Cayman Islands where everything has to be imported mm -hmm. are going to take mm -hmm. a better hit. You know, where's all this money, $50 million for school in the bracket, for this and for that? Where's all this coming from? Mm -hmm. what, what are the new revenue measures to pay for these things? Mm -mm. There what aren't, there the aren't, there aren't any, but this government doesn't seem concerned about that. They're going to spend us right into the ground. But anyway, we're going to talk about that probably in tomorrow's show. We're waiting on Julia's speech to be uploaded and then we're going to get to her next. Charles. Oh, Lord. I appreciate it, my dear. All right, son. We got, we got to try and hold them accountable. That's all I can tell you. Uh, listen, son, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have to hold ourselves as a people accountable. Mm -hmm, they didn't mm -hmm. elect themselves. Let's face it now, until the people change, until the Caymanian voting public wake up and decide that, wait a minute, we're no longer just voting for people to vote for people. What are you going to do for my neighbor? Mm -hmm. And your neighbor said, what are you going to do for my neighbor? And the next neighbor said, what are you going to do for Sandy? And Sandy said, what are you going to do for my neighbor? Mm -hmm. Until them times, nothing like a change. Mm -hmm. We are continuing. Nothing yep. are going to change. When we get, when, when we get, listen, I got to leave you this. When mm -hmm. I, one of the things politically, and after 2017, I was so angry. I told Jonathan Pearson, don't you put your name on an effing political ballot in this country ever again. When I saw people choose David White over Jonathan Pierce. Tell me 10 things David White says as he's been elected. <laughs> Tell me 10 things. How, how, do how do you pass up Jonathan Pierce <laughs> for David White? Tell me. How do you do it? Well, and then they continued, they continued, <laughs> they continued to, to put him in. That a joke. They, they continue yeah. to vote him in and he's not doing nothing? Touring the line with PPM, doing what Alden tells him to do? But, 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 but you see, so you see what I'm saying? So until we hold ourselves accountable, yeah. nothing has change. Then people are elected themselves. Julie not elected herself. Julie's loyal yes. to one person. I know. And, and that's why I chuckle when the Kim and Brackers talk about, oh, in 30 years, they haven't gotten anything. And I said, but who's been your MP for the past 30 years? Not the same Julie. And now she's gonna bankrupt the country and 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 you know get us all in debt for a 50 million dollar school that there is no business case that she could even share with the people of this country because she's trying to buy votes after she claimed she wasn't even gonna run in the next election. Shaka Zulu says David White is a politician. Hear this question. Shaka Zulu said David White is a politician. Anyway, Charles, leave me book? there. Leave me there. We got some other people oh, trying right, to call in. All right. Have a good one. Thanks very much. Oh, my gosh. What a hot mess. Miss Darlene, hold on one second. Um, you're trying to call on the same line as... Um, hold on now. When you're trying to call on the same line and it's WhatsApp, I have to let him hang up first. Um, so let me give Miss Darlene a call back. Uh, this person says that we need candidates in 2025 that are qualified. They're asking these candidates to come forward and discuss their actual qualifications because we're not going to make the same mistakes again in 2025. Good morning, Ms. Darlene. Sorry to call back, but listen mm -hmm. to me. I wish I were closer, I would pick um, 
Charles and throw him over my arm, my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Listen, everything he says is true. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do now? We're hearing this. Mm -hmm. We need to step up. We need to step up as a country. We are laughing stocks mm -hmm. to other countries. When I tell some stories of people or whatever, they don't believe. We have everybody else's interest at heart besides our own. Mm -hmm. And we are generations of that are going to, if we don't break this, what I call curse, we yes. are going to perish yeah we are going to perish and it breaks my heart because look here we got mm. grandchildren soon how great grandchildren mm. and what are they going to do where are they going to go yeah where are and, they going to i go mean and someday? listen miss darlene here's the irony of it right i mean this point isn't lost on me i've even said this to hunter i see him focusing on himself this morning and feeling like oh people are trying to silence him i have made a suggestion to hunter and i've made it publicly to everybody who wants to listen for the first time ever in this country, you have a radio platform here in Bobo, 89.1 FM, where anybody can get a talk show. Anybody can get a talk show and talk about whatever your little heart desires. That opportunity has mm -hmm. never presented itself before. You can't walk over to Radio mm -hmm. Cayman, although that's a no, government-owned no. station, and say, oh, I want my yeah. own show. But yeah. on this station, you, you can. So I start you up your own show and talk yes, and say what you people. want. Yes. That is the People biggest way that you, you've you got a voice. Just organize well, it. It's just about organization. It all, it all starts at home. We have to get what we can get now because let me tell you something. I don't know if people believe, but we are just about out. We are just, I know we're outnumbered, but I mean out of everything based on, on what is happening now. It is really, really sad. Like, like Charles say. You got um situation where you you're talking to a Caymanian and and they are so I call it like you aren't uh, being Caymanian because they comes up with this twang. I was on the plane. I was on the plane coming home from Miami, yes. And there was this um gentleman sitting next to me, and there was a young Caymanian girl, and um she was talking. She said hi to me first. That's how I knew, you know, who she was. Sat down. Uh -huh. And this young lady sat uh, um, next door to, I mean, in the next seat to, I guess they were visitors. And that whole conversation um, was like, like, she was from deep, deep America. And I'm saying, why isn't she speaking our dialect. Why isn't she speaking like a Cayman? And make me tell you, Sonny, that made me feel so bad because the, the gentleman next to me said, um, "Do all the Kim, all the people from your country speaks like her?" And I said, "She said, uh, or did she live in the states?" I said, "I don't know. She may have lived in the states, but me and her is not too far in age, and I've known her all of my life to be in Cayman. Now tell me now, what is so wrong that we cannot say?" Be proud that we are Caymanians. Speak like a Cayman. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you, you must go around and say Bobo, TD, and all them mm -hmm. kind of stuff, like, you know, way back then. But we are smart people. We mm -hmm. must present ourselves as smart, intelligent people that we can still speak like a Caymanian mm -hmm. and be understood and appreciated. Mm -hmm. You know, the funny thing about it, I never change my accent. Mm -hmm. Never, ever. 
And when I'm in, in the UK here, I have had people follow me around in the supermarket. Like if I talk about, oh, what accent do you have? What do, and I'm like, I'm a Caymanian, Caymanian. Then you get that conversation. They don't even know how I'm working on, but they just love to hear us talk. Even in my hospital unit, they're like, they just love to hear our accent. And then we have some foolish ones that walking around and saying they're from America or the Canadian or this or whatever. I mean, we need to wake up. This mm-hmm. is our chance. This is our opportunity. Stand up and be proud to be a Caymanian. Mm-hmm. Be proud. And the last thing is the Cayman kind. I was never for it. And I will never be for the same reasons that Charles has just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charles. I think, Sandra, you should have a segment on with him. And once again, anybody can get a yeah, show, Miss Darlene. But you know he, <laughs> no, but he's not. He's not going to come off and and be on that all the time. I'm Listen, sure. but uh, Hunter's going to be starting his show soon. Show. I mean, other people. Do, listen. Yeah, you can but, have but Charles, a show on Bobo. It's not. It's not rocket science. And I'm yeah, going to encourage people I, to do I, it. Yeah, but then you don't have a whole bunch of. But that's the whole point of Bobo. It's supposed to be a talk radio where you have different talk shows throughout the day yeah. that that was the vision okay. for bobo so go out there folks okay. and make well, it happen you know what uh, you have, i mean i don't i'm not a manager but you have, what i'm just saying you have set the trend and then you know i guess a mm-hmm. lot will pick up will pick up um yeah definitely you, i remember you telling um i remember you mentioning that to both hunter and jonathan I yes think jonathan has a great brain I yes. would love to see a, a show with Jonathan. Yeah, absolutely. And they can they can so work together. I mean, maybe, you know, Hunter yeah. might not have enough for a show, but him and others can collaborate. Yeah. I think there's a lot of scope for that. Well, there you go. Yeah, the voice I mean, they, listen, they, they, have to, they have to work it out and think. I'm not here to give everybody a business plan, but, you know, yeah, I can, I can true, certainly but... plant the seed and say, you know, of course, and you have, yeah. you have, Sandra, you know, I always tell you, we don't always see eye to eye and whatever, mm-hmm. but that's the good thing about it. We mm-hmm. all have something to bring exactly. to the table, and we can all do well. Just please help each other. Let's let's get together. Caymanians, we need to get back in the, the 70s yes. and stuff where everybody's helping each other and get this hate and, and bad mind and mm-hmm. greed out of the way. All right, Sandy. thank you, honey. Thank I appreciate it. Thank okay. you so much. And live says YouTube is free to the world. So is Facebook. I mean, there's a lot of amazing. Um, listen to me. The game changer has been the technology, right? And that's why, even you know, like I said, for years, uh, Charles had been saying to me, Sandy, you need to do because what I would do a lot. If you go back and look at my timeline on Facebook, you'll see that oftentimes I was sharing news stories and, um, you know, media and community issues and whatever on my personal page from other platforms, from from the Compass, from Cayman News Service, from Cayman Net News when they were around, from Cayman 27, to have these discussions on social media, pulling stuff from all over the place. And he kept saying to me, you need to do this, you need to do this. And I wasn't accepting of his vision for me, because I wasn't there yet, first and foremost, and sometimes you got to arrive in your own time, so to speak. But in addition to that, I think what has really changed um, has been the technology, right? It has been an amazing game changer now that anybody can pretty much have a platform, 
YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, folks, you can get it done. So there's nothing stopping you, but you yourself <laughs> just do it. Right. There's no need. I mean, I see Hunter saying, oh, people trying to squash his voice. Somebody ran into him the other day saying that, um, Hunter, nobody can squash your voice. You have options, right? You can start your own show, pretty much say whatever you want. And people can sit there and listen to you all day or two hours or an hour, whatever amount of time you want to do your show for. You've got Radio K-Man. You can call into Radio K-Man. In this day and age, you can go live on your own YouTube channel, on your own Facebook channel. There's no such thing as anybody being capable of stopping your voice. So for anybody to even say that means that they themselves don't really understand the, the age in which we live. Just do it. No, no one is stopping you. Now, it takes work, it takes dedication, and it takes focus. And if you don't have those things, well, I can't help you with that. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beyond that, you can just get it done. Shaka Zulu says, yep. You guys need to get rid of this Cayman kind foolishness. That's foreign manipulation, making folks feel good whilst being used. I wonder if people who came up with this slogan were probably in the Ministry of um, of Tourism back in the day. I wonder how many of them regret, or maybe the department, I don't know exactly who came up with it. But I have to wonder about how many of them actually regret coming out with this Cayman kind. Of course, they, they wouldn't have understood the context that it would have um, sort of adopted, if you will. Good morning, caller. Um, do you know they say that that um, Trinidad has a right to have a talk show? Just like you know, they say he's, I forget what they say he means, but they say he, he somehow tell me the other day from the U.S. and they say that he is a he version to Sandra. Oh, I don't know. In Trinidad? Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. They told me that um, two weeks ago. I have to ask some of my Trinidad acquaintances who that might be. I'm not really sure. Well, that's what somebody tell me. Thank you, my too, dear. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, okay. honey. Have a good one. Um, okay, Christopher bye. Bryan in the house. Good morning. Roll call. Christopher yeah. is here with us. Says Charles hit the nail on the head. Um, uh, we need more qualified candidates that will run in office, Jonathan Piercy, for 2025. You know what is so incredibly sad is um, uh, Charles was asking about David White, who, by the way, he only beat Jonathan by a couple votes. You know, not, not like it was a landmark by any stretch of the imagination to get him in office. This person says, Charles, come on now. Uh, ask for just three things, not 10, because he, he hasn't done one yet. <laughs> Speaking about the ineffectiveness of somebody like um, like a David White and a Barbara Connolly. They're just there <clears throat> to keep the progressives together and to give them the party numbers. But what do they do? Ask yourselves that question. What exactly is it that they do? Huh? David, don't even... <sighs> Lord Jesus, <clears throat> I can't even. But that's who y'all keep voting into office. George Towners, then people down Windsor Park and the other side, South Sound. That's who you guys have voted into an office. A man who can't even pick up a little speech and read it properly. Representing us in parliament. And if he was the only one, we'd be in good shape.
sadly, uh, that's indicative of, um, as John John said, John John said it better than anybody, uh, in my opinion, he set the bar low. And folks, we as voters have set the bar way too low, and that is a sad indictment on us as a people. We should be ashamed of ourselves if we had any shame, honey chill. Folks, that's it. See y'all tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7.30. Get up early now just because you're on break from school this week because the kitty's on break. Don't mean that you should be sleeping in. Y'all get up early. We'll be here at 7.30. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 